Hey, 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 everybody, what's up? It's your boy, Times New Roman, in the building, here to do some patron shout-outs. Again, if you would like to have your name listed here, read by me, the aforementioned Times New Roman, you can go to patreon.com slash somegoodshows and hit us up on that $7 tier. This episode, we have Ben Krieger, Colleen Humphreys, Eddie DeSantiago, Zach, Sammy V, Michael Robertson, Erica Scherer, Doc Rubente, Dion Thomas, Kyle Hatfield, Emily Lyon, Stephen Mayfield, Spence, Nancy Koenig, shout out mom, Nene12715, Hannah Kim, Jet Set Spy, Pilnock, and Matt, aka Stormageddon. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Okay, and later we find out that he does get ro- like he He's calls Rhodes to get his login, and Rhodes says I have to change it each time. But probably not. He didn't have Rhodes login yet, which means he hacked into it. Which also is he respecting Rhodes's boundaries by saying, "Give me the password. I'm not going to hack." If you're Better? asking me a question of is Tony Stark respect- respecting someone's boundaries, I'm going to say no. And also, right. I think at that point he wasn't at home. He didn't have access to all of his computers, so he needed to log in again from a different source. Oh, the later one. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's that's it's what just really there. gross to me. Um, th- I, I just I just cannot express the the monumental implications that Tony Stark from his home hacked into the FBI and CIA. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, un unbelievable, unheard of. It's supposed to be what okay else because you have access to. It's supposed Hunter to be Biden's okay. Hunter Biden's laptop. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> the MCU Thoughtcast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm your host, Pilnock, Mrs. Pilnock, if you nasty. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson. Today we're talking about Iron Man 3, the first of our Phase 2 movies now. Yay! So this came out in 2013, and our Disney Plus uh, synopsis is when Tony Stark slash Iron Man finds his world reduced to rubble, one question haunts him. Does the man make the suit, or does the suit make the man? Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't love that description. This I didn't know that was the description. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's good. It doesn't say a whole lot about the movie, but it sounds really dramatic. That's arguably also Iron Man 1 and 2. Yeah. You've defined nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, okay. So, P- Pilnock, without spoilers, what's your high-level review of this movie? I don't think I've ever seen this movie before. Okay. Which is wild, because... I know I've seen Civil War, but only because I remember two very specific gifts of Chris Evans from that movie. Yeah, I probably know those. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I saw this. So I knew nothing about this movie. I had no idea who the villain was going to be. I, I vaguely remembered the Mandarin and like his speech pattern, which mm. is really distinct as the Mandarin. But I think I knew that from like like trailers. Oh, okay. So yeah, I had no idea going into this. But having watched it, I'm going to have to give this movie uh, three three potato guns. Okay. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Are those called potato guns? I think so. I, they're little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think they refer to it as potato boy, gun. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you, what did you know going into this? What what gifts? What Tumblr meta? I couldn't think. When when Tumblr like shows me gifts in the mid 20 teens, uh, mm. they're not always marked by like which Iron Man movie they are. They're just all like oh, yeah. Iron Man. I'm, I look at Robert Downey Jr. in like that lighting and like the way that these shots are framed. And I'm like, oh, this is an Iron Man. Mm. 
I do think this is the first one where I had not seen any gifts. Like I thought maybe as I watched the movie, I would be like, oh, I remember this from the internet. I only remember one gif. No, I don't think I, I don't think this movie got gift at all. It's the one where he shakes his fucking hips. I've seen that gif. Oh, I, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, it's like when he first calls Mark 42 to to robe him in the birthing suite of his basement. <laughs> yeah. Also disgusting that that's what you call it, Anthony. Yeah, that's really gross. Yeah, but he puts his arms up and he does a little hip wiggle. That gif I've seen, unfortunately. Yeah, I knew literally nothing about this movie going into it. Uh, obviously, I was like, well, Tony's there. But mm. I, I honestly, like, after watching it, it's memorable enough so that, like, I'm surprised I didn't get exposed to it, really. This is the best villain Tony has faced. I... I think so, too. And not in a like, oh, he has like really understandable like principles or anything. He like doesn't. That. He <laughs> no. super doesn't. He's Which very is my interesting. Jam. Yeah. He's interesting. He's smart. He has a, f- a fake out. Like, yeah. It, I enjoyed it. Oh, sorry. That we that are in spoiler. We are in spoiler territory. Sorry. Now. Yeah. But honestly, like, yeah, I, I liked the movie. I didn't think it was bad. Like I coming off of Avengers, I was like predisposed to be annoyed i think i was so grumpy about watching this movie that i did watch it in our discord group and make all of our friends watch it with me because there was no it's when you have add you can do mirroring with your friends where they do a task so it's easier for you to do the task Mm -hmm. so i forced all my friends to watch iron man 3 with me And they would slowly trickle into the channel and it'd be like, hey, would you like to watch the second half of Iron Man 3? Because I'm currently streaming it legally (laughs) to Discord. Yeah. So if I sound extra funny today, it's because I've stolen all of my friends' jokes and commentary. It's also like, I I think part of the reason why our experience is going to be so different from like people that were watching them at the time and like Mm -hmm. especially people that got to see them in movie theaters is that is then Mm -hmm. the social experience. Yeah. And they're not oversaturated yet. Right. They're still exciting and new and it, you know, they're not seen Tony Stark in 700 movies. You've only seen him in four. Right. They're not oversaturated yet. And then it's, it's the experience of like going to see it in a theaters where it feels more grand because it's on the big, huge screen and like better audio quality than like Mm -hmm. what I'm necessarily getting at home. But yeah, yeah, I think I think this would be a very different podcast if we watched every single one of these movies like with a group of friends. But also I would never subject my friends to that because I pause these movies so many times to write things down. I would subject my friends to this, obviously. And I did pause repeatedly and I kept apologizing and they're like, I don't give a shit. Can you believe what this motherfucker is doing? (laughs) And I like rewind because I want to get the quotes exactly right. Yeah. And then because I'm sharing screen, they can see what I'm Googling. (laughs) <laughs> so they know exactly what joke I'm about to make. Oh, it was God. it was pretty good. Yeah, I that sounds like a really funny I still I'm glad that you found that to like like tune cope. you in. Yeah, to to cope. To uh, cope. I, I'm still gonna watch them by myself because like I'm so afraid that if we watched them together we would just lose every bit that we would then put You in and this I podcast. can't watch these together. No, yeah. There's to, no fucking way no. to this just would be a retelling of like, do you remember when we said this? Right. It would be a nightmare. But also, we will never see these in theaters. We have to, like, we're doing one a week. So we record these weekly, but they are published bi-weekly. So we're way ahead because we, this is not a joke, want to see Spider-Man. I'm just really looking I want to see Spider-Man that. so bad. Yeah. So we're, like, powering through to get there. So we might catch up someday. But we're, like, we can't watch Moonlight right now. No. Moon sucks. Yeah, peek behind the curtain. The first episode of Moonlight came out last oh, week. Moonlight or Moonlight? Moon, Moon Knight. I said it wrong. 
but it came out last week, so I'm just like looking at everybody th- talking about how like how much they like it, and I'm just like, I'm sure I would like it too. Well, the good news is Morbius, which also just came out, is not canon, and we don't have to fucking watch it. Yeah, so it's like very handily. The ones coming out right now that get bad reviews, it's like, <laughs> turns <Yes>! out. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't think I've seen a full MCU movie get a bad... Re- well, that's not true. I-, I think people had problems with the Eternals. Oh, because of the fucking? I I hope it wasn't because of the fucking. That's the part I'm it's looking forward to. It's the only time to. we get fucking. I know. Yeah, I cannot wait. I know. When can Spice we get... Spice this up. Yeah. And I want I want rated M Marvel movies. I want to yeah. see it. I... Fuck them, kids. This is for me. Yeah. This is this is like far... Like, we're, we're going off topic here, and I'm continuing to do so. But there was something that came out recently where uh, people found out that Disney Plus was removing a lot of the blood and, like some of the extra violence from Captain and the Winter Soldier. Yes. And I am not happy about that. I'm mad. Which, like, they're already they're already originally released on Disney+. And what's wild to me is I just... So when they added, I think, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage mm-hmm. to Disney+, they required me to confirm that I had... That I wanted TVMA access, yeah. which is unfortunate because I don't know my password and I did have to text my best friend and be like what's my password oh yeah i'm using nate's account um, use a password banter folks yeah um <laughs> it comes with hulu so i, I pay for hulu and disney mm. but it's i already agreed that i wanted tvma yeah they were tvma why did you sanitize them and it's frustrating to me because violence should be bloody and scary otherwise there's no consequences and i don't want a kid to think if you punch someone they just take a nap yeah, their violence is bad. You should portray it as bad. It's okay. Dude, a lot of people die in Iron Man 3. Holy, he does so much murder. There, he does murder. Other people are doing murder. And like, they are able to sanitize it in a certain way. But it's also just like, uh, we'll, we'll get into this. But during one particular scene, I was just like horrified. I'm like, I don't feel like we're addressing the gravity of like how no, many people I know are the dying. Scene because I, yeah, that was... You joined the Discord voice call a little bit. I think I was probably halfway into the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, Audrey, did you notice this? And you were like, yeah, bud. Yeah. So, but up. what's wild also to me is that we are completely okay with PG-13 movies showing effectively mass murder, pretty grim violence, etc. But sex, that's out of the question. Right. So do we think it's okay for 13 year olds to do murder but not in well i don't actually i actually (laughs) don't want to finish that sentence yeah (laughs) i'm not a libertarian but it's it's just wild to me the things that we think is acceptable to show kids versus not sex eventually is pretty normal for human beings most of them yeah and if not also fine it's just i don't know A, a healthy adult relationship is probably a better thing for a kid to see than Tony Stark laying waste to 40 or 50 men. Oh my god, yeah. All right, well, on that note, let's get into it. But after we're joined first by the sponsors of this wonderful podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Taco Bell employees who gave me way too many Diablo sauce packets. I'm going to keep them all, put them in a drawer and never use them, but it's comforting just to know they're there. Taco Bell employees who give you way too many Diablo packets. Cheers. Okay, so I'm going to start with the quote. Okay. The overlay. Can I, I know even you were before all... that, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. the warnings for this one, flashing light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they do warn us that there's product placement. And I can tell you what it is, probably. I didn't notice it. Oh, 
You're. I literally have only noticed the product placement when it's Dr. Pepper because of who I am, dude. Molecularly, not to get too deep into it, but just so that I don't forget, there is a scene where Tony visits Happy in the hospital, and it only lasts for like thirty to thirty seconds oh. to a minute. And he's like, "That's Downton Abbey, CBS, like Sunday nights or something like that." It was such a short it's scene. BBC. BBC. I did. Which means it's PBS for us. But I did notice that, but I didn't count it as product placement because I'm such a Downton bitch that all I did was pause the movie so that I could text Sammy in all caps. Yeah. Because Sammy and I are hoes for Downton. Like, Marvel or Disney doesn't own the channel that was on. That's true. So I have to assume. Like, I'm sure there was other product placement, but that was the one that was like, hey, Downton Abbey. PBS Sunday It's also like a really cute little character trait that we get for Happy, which I really appreciate. Like if you're going to put clear product placement in, that's a fun way to do it. Hey, fun fact. Happy and Pepper are married in the comics and had been for years. Oh. Yeah. So they have like really cute chemistry. They have really cute chemistry in the show. No, they have really cute chemistry in the movies. Um, And I think that's like a little wink nod. So they were married and I don't know what happens. I'm sure obviously in the comic she ends up with Anthony. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happens. I just wanted to give you a little a little fun fact. That is fun. Yeah. Happy exists in the comics and and has a a little thing with Peppy. Yeah. And it wasn't just Jon Favreau. Like I want to be in these. Dude, Jon Favreau rocks in everything I've ever goddamn seen him in. Yeah. He's such a delight. And now that they've taken Coulson from me, I'm super super defensive of Favreau. If you take Happy, I will fucking burn it down. I am so Also the dummy robot. Still, like, in my mind, Coulson's not really dead, but he, he is. <laughs> I know. Sucks. Unless we get a flashback. All right. The, you know I love a period piece. <laughs> movie opens with Tony monologue. A famous man once said, we create our own demons. Look, this is annoying to me. Yeah. He is correct. He's having some self-reflection. I do love an, a voiceover, you know? Especially like a calm voiceover as things are happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. I did appreciate that a lot. And, fun fact, it is a reference to Marvel Comics. Oh. Uh, so he has... I, I, let me pull it up again. I didn't write this exact part down. There is an Iron Man comic series that came out after the movies that's based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Tony, specifically. Hmm. And I think there's an arc or something called Demon in a Bottle. So, like, they're play- they're doing a fun play in with that. And hmm. I do think it's really spectacular for comic fans specifically, not just MCU fans, to get all these tie-ins and all these, like, little secret references. Yeah. And I did fuck up that reference in Thor that I hope – I think I did correct in an episode later. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I, I just think it's – I really appreciate that. You know, I'm a huge purveyor of – media adaptations of books Bridgerton so when they give me (laughs) so when they give me little references and nods even though they've changed something else I I just I don't know that's nice that's that's really good fan service without being like fan service yeah you know there there are gonna be a lot of people that go into these movies having not read the comics at all i.e me us us Yeah. yeah and then for the people who have been around, like, in this, like, fan base for ages and ages who come in, like, mm-hmm. having read all of the Iron Man comics, it's like, yeah, that is a really nice thing to, like, give them. I mean, I, I know yeah. that a lot of, like, like you know, anything made off of, like, you know, adapted from one form and made it to the other, like, you gotta, you gotta give it's those It's hard things. to one-to-one it. Yeah. So you do have to make some compromises. So while you're like, this isn't how it happened in the comic, right. when they throw you the bone or whatever, I, I don't know. I just think that's... 
that's nice. Good job, boys. Yeah. And also it shows that they give a shit about the universe. They're not just writing movies. They are pulling source material. They are doing some research of some kind. They've got some nerd on their team who's like, this would be a good thing to include. And I, I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm glad you like the voiceover because I was immediately like, this is corny. It just, it I feels, love. it feels like a very different tone from the first two movies, which like, I think that's the point. The themes of this movie are different, but it pulled, it pulled it together. I understand at first yeah. it seems like, what the fuck are we doing? But it did yeah. work. Yeah. The way, the way it pulls together at the end is fine. And then it, we go from it's like very Scrubs episode. Yeah, know? that that is true. We go from very dramatic Tony monologue to the fucking blue daba dee daba die song because it's nineteen ninety I've already told you I love a period piece. I think they did the costuming great. Oh god! <laughs> I think the music references from the era are good. People have bangs um, like Rachel from the Friends. Happy has Tony Stark's facial hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you notice he had that fucking goatee yeah. that's blonde, so it's a little more subtle? Yeah. And frankly, it looks better than the super stark yeah. contrast. It's, it's fun to, to go back. Well, it's it's kind of fun because you you see that Tony has basically not changed after like yeah. 10 years. Where are we going? To town on each other? Uh, yeah. Anthony. Which, it worked. That's like, the downside. Yeah. The woman he's hitting on, Maya, in this scene, mm-hmm. like, we the botanist yeah the botanist but she's doing like really crazy shit she's like what if yeah. we could reprogram people's brains and he's like uh-huh uh-huh take off your shirt um yeah yeah and it's really nice of dc to give me a poison ivy because she's uh, literally an eco-terrorist yeah. her organization kills rexon ceo right. god what what could that be a reference to that's so silly and yeah the rexon that uh dumped a bunch of oil into the ocean by accident or whatever yeah funny uh but yeah so while tony is at this big like i don't know is it like a science conference something like that yeah, it's a new year's party new year's eve party. oh okay yeah but he he gets in an elevator with maya who is hold on what? we gotta back up a tiny smidgy what bit. else happens so Tony is talking about a famous man once said, we create our own demons. And that's the whole setup to this. He's saying he's to blame for setting Killian down this path, right? Yeah. But he also meets Yinsen and is nice to Yinsen. And you said it was a throwaway moment. It wasn't. Was it not? It's important that he has a pre-established connection with Yinsen, I think, if you go... Don't. But if you were to go back and watch Iron Man 1, you would see... I think it helps influence Yinsen and makes him trust Tony, understand his brilliance, and like help him escape. So I think it kind of, it kind of did like a retroactive yeah. building of confidence for that back then. So I get it, and it did hurt because yeah. both of us were like, "Oh my God, he comes back!" Yeah. Oh, he doesn't really. He gets like two lines. I thought maybe sucks. he would come back as a villain. <laughs> like I thought that would have been really been cool. Sick. Yeah, because yeah, it's a flashback. It's a but flashback. It, it's I don't know. I I appreciated that little callback, but it did hurt because I was really excited initially to know that Yinsen was in this movie, and then I see him in this movie, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, he doesn't come back. Marvel is He's giving me fucking end? trust issues with like character deaths because I don't know which ones to take seriously. <laughs> like God, that Avengers recording when we find out that Coulson doesn't come back yeah. is and it made this movie very difficult at parts. <laughs> I didn't care about this movie anymore, mm. but it's it's such a trope for me, uh, on and off comic reader, not MSCU as much, but it is such a trope that everyone in comics comes back except for Uncle Ben. Like, you can find pillows with a variation of this quote on it. It's such a trope. Mm-hmm. 
So for Marvel to actually take the only character I like and kill? Yeah. We're going to talk about this every episode. I'm never going to get over them taking Coulson from me. It really, it doesn't help because then, like, Cam especially is just like, just wait until you get to watch Avengers 2. And it's like, I, that makes me not want to. I don't want to watch you, it. Because Coulson's oh, he not means there. He a threat. Yeah. No, he like, doesn't mean it as a threat. bad way? Just like, you think that you've, like, the fact that we hated Avengers 1 and now we also don't have Coulson to, like, fall back on is, like, somebody who's still good. The only two characters I care about anymore in this entire universe are Happy mm-hmm. and the dummy robot. I also care... Well, I care about Steve Rogers. Well, I care about Steve Rogers for not character reasons. You know? <laughs> sure. How is he so beautiful? I don't know. Absurd. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Back on track. Um. Oh, also, he, he talks to Dr. Yao Wu, who is an amazing Spider-Man, the head of Parker Industries Biotech Division. Oh. Which is not something you would know. It, he was added to the comics after this movie came out. Hmm. And it's a fun little alternate universe where Tony Stark um, falls into the deep darks and Spidey becomes the wealthy tech billionaire. Interesting. Yeah, wild. Okay. So his name tag says, you know who I am because he's an arrogant piece of shit. Ugh. And then he hops in this elevator. And then we get, uh, oh, I'm going to mess up his name so many times. Aldrich Killian. I want Killian to be his first name. Just call him Killian. Like, we're sports commentators. We meet Aldrich Killian, who is this scientist. He comes off very awkward and, like, nerdy. And he's he looks like Edward Enigma. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, the Riddler from Batman. Oh, okay, sure. He looks like the nerdy Batman. Like, before he Paul becomes Dana. a villain, he looks... <laughs> I meant the Jim Carrey one. Oh. <laughs> you know I've never seen a movie. Right. Uh, but he he looks like so like that kind of sets it up. But also it's a trope. I'm not right. saying obviously it's a trope. It's in 400 things. Yeah. It just like I saw that and I was like, did he actually play Enigma because he looks like he did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he, uh, everyone in chat was like, no, <laughs> dumb bitch. Yeah. And Killian's got a cane and he's like very excited. Yes. He's literally trying to give his elevator pitch. And he's so cute. He's adorable. Like, I do feel really bad for him. He's so passionate about what he's doing. He's hopeful. He's looking up to Stark as a hero because he doesn't know Stark's personality. So he's just like, this is a very smart man who's very successful and has access to the tools I need. And I think that he'd be interested in this thing I'm doing. Yeah. And he's... Don't meet your heroes. Shot down. <laughs> yeah. Kill your heroes, baby. Kill your Kill heroes. Uh, Literally. It very awkwardly... Do you, have you seen that clip of a guy at like an Elon Musk speech who like gets called on to ask a question. He's like, hi, like I've tried to reach out to your team. I think we think in very similar ways. I would like you to name me CFO of your company. That's bold. It was a bold thing. And like the audience laughs because they think he's joking and he's just like very sincere. (laughs) It feels so bad, but like it's also uh, Elon already has a CFO. Yeah, I, I, it was like CEO or like something or like chief engineer or something like that, and he's just also like already exists. No. <laughs> like, right? This is that's. It was very. It's very cringy mm-hmm. and like very hard to watch. But like that's that's always how it feels when people are like, yeah, like trying yeah. to give their elevator. That's pitch. a level of disconnect from reality. I am not comfortable. Yeah, with. no. Like at least with this, it's like clearly there's a connection here where it's like. Tony Stark really could have benefited off of this technology if he wanted to invest in it. But instead, he turned a guy into a villain. Yes. So he tells him, I'm going to see you in the rooftop in five minutes. It never shows up, yeah. right? So then, hop, Hoppy. Uh, Maya says, don't touch the ficus. 
And Happy obviously immediately fucks with a ficus. Don't touch my plants. Yeah. And then it explodes. But it, it regrows briefly before exploding, which is exactly what we see in the future, right? Like, these people get these things. They regrow their limbs. Sometimes, oopsie, they get too angry yeah. and they do an explodey. Also, at one point during this scene, because, like, Happy's his bodyguard, right? He, like, goes into the hotel room with him. And, yeah, as he closes the doors on these two people clearly about to fuck, he, like, kind of gives a nod. But he also, so she says, is Happy going to watch? And Stark says, no, he's going to join. Let's go. Because uh, the bomb goes off and Happy, super delayed, throws his body on Anthony to protect him, which is cute. Happy is such a good dude. Stark wouldn't do the same in that situation, but only, Stark would save Happy, but Happy, that that delay was hilarious. It was really funny. (laughs) Everything had settled. Yeah. (laughs) I did love it, though. And yeah, so they Tony and Maya had been talking about her technology and like the, the glitch right. in the technology that like causes the things to explode. And so he takes his name tag He's off and he like writes a couple of like equations on there. And it's like, oh, I he wrote that down it. and I meant to send it to you. I, I think it's just nonsense. OK, yeah. As we've established, Audrey is the science gay. I am the language gay. Yeah, so. I think I saw like a couple of Greek symbols and I was like, this is just made up. Like, I don't even care enough. Yeah. <laughs> so we end the voiceover segment, the the prequel, the period piece of 1999, I'm blue, da-ba-dee, da mm-hmm. with him saying, I had created demons, which is so wild to me because Anthony, baby, sweetie, heart, heart of my heart, you're the demon. He is a demon. You've done so much murder already oh and you continue in this okay so then we jump to present day malibu as always i am delighted we've gone from switzerland to malibu i haven't seen new york city once in this movie 10 out of 10 thank you so much Oh, but they bring it up so many times <laughs> yeah but i i cannot watch new york city get exploded anymore yeah i don't care you're never gonna make me care about fictional new york city being exploded those people are resilient <laughs> as hell just move they just keep rebuilding it <laughs> Yeah, truly. So he does a micro repeater implanting sequence. Yeah, he like puts stuff in his arms. Yeah. I really I like hate it. that. There there are technologies out there like that that like there's one that like puts an NFC chip under the skin in your hand so that you can like like oh, have yeah, like these. those security sensors at your house. But those are so And you can remote stupid. program them so you don't have to pull it out every time you want to redo it. You can reprogram it from your phone. Yeah, but it's if I could do that for my work badge I fucking would. I wouldn't. I don't trust it. I don't know where my work badge is right now. <laughs> and I have to go to work tomorrow. But it's it's yucky that he's doing it. I don't care. And he, In his birthing suite. Yeah. And also he mentions that he's been awake for 72 hours. I don't know that that's physically yes. possible. Oh, it is. You start to actually lose your mind. Though. You start like, to hallucinate. Is, yeah, there's there are psychosis issues that come with being awake for too long. Yeah. Sleep is incredibly important. Get your eight to 200 hours. Men will literally stay awake for 72 hours to avoid going to therapy, etc. Anthony needs therapy, but don't worry. At the very end of the movie, he kind of almost gets it. So he does, as I've already complained about, he he calls his suit by putting his hands up and doing the world's worst hip shake. I did have to pause the movie because I had such a visceral reaction to him dancing. I was trying to recoil back through my chair (laughs) to get away from it, trying to escape this man's hip swivel. I don't know what it is. I hated it so much. Um, but then I got to watch him get hit in the crotch at an insane speed. So that is funny. That was nice. And like the faceplate yeah. coming at him. Like I also did like more people should hurt Tony Stark. Uh, he needs it. Also. And they gave us a bit. Of, oh, go ahead. oh, I was just going to say that like now the way that his suits are constructed is like they're all individual parts that are powered separately. Whereas like before yes. 
Because the at a certain point in the movie, they travel like hundreds of miles on their own. So it's like 123. Yeah. So I don't. Whatever. This is just me. I'm just being picky. But it's like they are inherently like powered by the core in his chest usually. Well, not at well. Yeah. So no. Maybe they're charged by it. So there's. Two things I want to say here. One, they do a much better job of showing not telling mm. in this movie than they have previously. Yeah. So we kind of know that Anthony has been working on all these suits in secret. And we also see that his his boob window is now a circle again. It right. was triangle before, right? Yeah. And we do. So, I, I think he calls it like Mark 45, 47. 42. 42. It's relevant to a lot of things. Uh, is that the answer to everything or whatever? It's the answer to everything, which is a cute nod, but it's also a civil war thing that we'll get to eventually. So the idea that Anthony comes up with with the um, like council of people to solve a problem that I'm not going to tell you about yet is the 42nd idea they come up with is this um, negative zone. And I'm not going to tell you any more about that. Yeah, I'm only confused. Continue. But people who have watched it know the 42nd idea they come up with is the negative zone. Um, Hmm controversial so we'll get there it just tells me that tony has to do something 42 times before he gets it right well it's a council right so like the council comes up with 41 other ideas and the 42nd idea they're like this one might work um questionable so we see that this it's a circle with a triangle in it so we know that he's upgraded his heart Mm -hmm. who knows how many times right and hopefully keeping the old ones yes we've got to learn that lesson keep your battery packs on you baby i have one on my desk right now much later in the movie we see he has got I don't know, a hundred fucking extra suits. We never have to see him build them. We know that he's been up 72 hours. Yeah. We know that he's been ignoring Peppy. We like all this stuff is good show, not tell that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And then you said something that I was going to comment on, but I forgot. Oh, his boob. Okay. So we also find out that the suit's heart is not his heart anymore. Oh, okay. So I previously complained that someone, you know, grabs his heart out of his suit because it, it's just like a hollow cave right into it with no protection. Yeah. At some point, Killian smashes his suit's chest piece. Yeah. But Anthony's is under it and still okay. Yeah, that that is a good thing. I I didn't notice that. So he but did learn. Yeah, you pointing that out. Yeah. yeah, later on you do see all of these suits are f- doing things on their own. They do not need him with their own glowies. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. So Killian smashes the suit Anthony picked for himself. Yeah. I think it was a Mark Forty Two. It was something I don't yeah. remember. It might have been before that arrived. Prodigal but he smashes then. the suit one, and Anthony's okay because he he learned, mm-hmm. which great. Huge. And they didn't do anything about it. They didn't make it very obvious. They didn't hit me over the head with yeah, it. Yeah, which is oh why God, I missed it. Oh, my God, a Marvel it. movie having subtext. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. <sighs> yeah. I probably only got it because I had just watched Evangelion, a movie that is entirely subtext. Yeah, and it's stuff like that that gives it rewatch value, honestly. I agree. I don't know that I would watch this again unless maybe I wanted I to see a really action-heavy, slightly Christmas movie. <laughs> the, you cannot catch your breath during this movie. No. It's back to back to back to back action. It's especially the first half is exhausting. Right. So he does his superhero landing. He gets hit in the ass and all of it falls off, which tells me that Anthony's weak spot in his armor is his ass and just one quick punch to the butt and all his suit armor falls off. Good to keep in mind. Thank you. Great. So important. Yep. I wrote, this is just Dragon Ball. Oh my God. Okay. So then we cut to the Mandarin's first broadcast. All of these also are shot like political ads. It's very very funny. funny. It's like it'll cut between like the Mandarin talking, saying something very like profound or like trying to be profound. (sighs) And then it's like footage of like, I don't know, like civilians and shit. And like, yeah, like war. It's it's so weird. It it, it's very it feels very. Yeah. Like a political ad. It seems like something that somebody running for Congress in Missouri would make. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Fuck Josh Hawley. He is a rat bitch and you can vote him out in 2024. 
we do get the image, right, of the uh, no signal bars with the cross swords and one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten circles. And the ten circles come up elsewhere, right? Yeah, like the, the ten, ten rings. rings. Oh, right? I didn't notice so, that. That's really good because, yeah, you were watching this on your PC, so you took screenshots. I got that's screenshots. Good. Yeah, so we get the Ten Rings, which is referenced in previous movies. So I think the Ten Rings are going to keep going. I appreciated that. I impressed. However, absolutely did just make me think this is a Dragon Ball Z reference. You got to collect all them orbs. You got to make a wish. Turn into a monkey. I've never seen Dragon Ball. There's an Ariana Grande song about rings. Yes, I see it. I like it. I got it. I want it. So the Mandarin is neither of... Chinese descent, nor an orange. Yeah, why is he called the Mandarin? Because in the comics, it's a super racist depiction, and they decided uh, not to do that in the movies. Probably a good move. Okay. Thanks. I'll allow yeah. it. <laughs> uh, we cut to Bill Maher and Joan Rivers, RIP. Right. They're talking about they're talking about the Iron Patriot, right? Because the, the president in this in this movie is basically like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Send in Colonel Rhodes. <laughs> Which is wild. Which is you, wild. Hey, the president shouldn't have one guy. Just one dude. And if it is going to be one dude, it probably is good that it's Rhodes. Also, in this movie... Well, we know that, but... Right. Fuck. <laughs> that is true. Any civilian looking at it would be like, huh? <laughs> this is our army? Uh, also, at one point... Because I, I always watch with subtitles because I can't process audio very quickly. Uh, the subtitles do refer to Rhodes as Rhodey. Yeah. It's so funny. Even when they say Rhodes... Yeah. Well, if it, if they say Rhodes, it's as Rhodes. But when it's like Tony, this like it says okay. Rhodey, this cute, cute. Yeah, I, I loved it. Also, Iron Patriot is fucking lame. Call it War Machine. It's much cooler. And literally, you, me, Anthony, and Don Cheadle. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> So I did initially, I was like, how come we never use actual presidents in these movies? And then later we see a picture of the president getting shot in the head. I'm like, that's probably why, right? Yeah. We cut to, where is Anthony next? Anthony is next meeting with Rhodes in a restaurant. Talking that's about right. Okay, Android. so they're at like an Outback they're, Steakhouse or they're something. They're in like a, like a family like a bar restaurant, shack. like Texas mm-hmm. Roadhouse type of deal, yeah. He's wearing tinted red sunglasses inside. <sighs> yeah. Rhodes is worried about him. He keeps saying it's a prehensile suit. I don't know. What the fuck is he talking about? So prehensile usually refers to a limb or a tail if the limb doesn't have a hand. Oh. So it's something that can grab. It's something that's like part of you but extra. Right. So like a tail can pick something up but it doesn't have fingers, right? So he keeps saying that this is a prehensile suit. There's no tail on this I have suit no idea i think it's just Furry meant to be like <laughs> i think he just means that it's like it's almost like an extra limb for him like it's part oh, of him because okay. that that is the overarching theme of, of the movie is like they're part of him yeah and when they don't work he panics and yeah okay he needs to learn how to like be by himself without the help of his suit yeah so he's confronting tony he says i'm trying not to be a dick kids walk up and he says tater yeah I, it was it was really good. Uh, this whole movie is also about how Tony Stark doesn't know how to interact with children. And how Tony Stark has intense PTSD that should be addressed. Yeah. Hey, thanks for pointing out um, that there's no mental health care for veterans, Marvel. Right. It's the closest you've... Well, not that Tony's... I was going to say, but yeah. Not Tony, but the, the red glowy people are veterans who have... Yes. ...not been treated well. 
Yes. Uh, and it for their, causes their them to be the desperate. And then, yeah. who knows? It's the closest Marvel's ever come to criticizing the military. And frankly, I'll take it. Do it every movie. Right. So he breaks the crayon. He has a fucking meltdown. Um, he hears someone, some child creepily whisper, how did you get out of the wormhole? Oh, yeah. That's, That'll haunt me. That's strange. Yeah. Also, what do you mean, how did you get out of the wormhole? He you fell. fell. <laughs> we all watched it. Yeah. It was fine. It wasn't supernatural. You fell. Yeah. He has a severe anxiety attack, so he calls the suit to him because it's it's his weighted blanket. Yeah. Almost literally, it weighs six to 800 pounds. Um, he feels much safer in it. And then we get the world's worst scene transition that I did make group watch six or seven times. Was it a side wipe? Because they keep doing that. <laughs> yep. It was a vertical wipe, though. So oh. Anthony flies off to the top of the screen. Yeah. The vertical wipe follows him up. And I was so... I was in such disbelief that I had just watched a PowerPoint transition. I know. It's a PowerPoint That I rewound and watched it six... Or, I, I just couldn't... I couldn't get over it. I, I didn't keep track because, like, my, my little baby brain uh, doesn't... Cinematography. Uh, I don't keep... I can't, like, always notice these things. But, yeah. like... Even I noticed that a lot of the transitions were side wipes. It's a common thing in this movie. It's very it's funny. It's so weird and bad. It's so strange. It's So people still do them. Like yeah. It's really common in a lot of Shondaland productions that she has these terrible scene transitions. I don't know what she's doing. I'm so sick of it. I work in an office and I see middle-aged men putting these in PowerPoints all the time. And it is, frankly, a trigger for me at this point. It's traumatic. Stop doing it. Literally mentally ill in a minor. Yes. I do appreciate, however, they do much better establishing shots in this movie than they did in Avengers. Yeah. So in Avengers, they would give us like 30 seconds of a compound before cutting inside of it. It was the weirdest establishing shots. It was a weird flex. <laughs> it, it was so strange. Like what you gave Joss Whedon a drone and he's like, oh, I'm going to use this constantly now. Yeah. Side note, drone shots in Hulk. Incredible. Beautiful. Yeah. Show me more Rio. Absolutely. Drone shots in Avengers. No. Yeah. Uninspired. So we get the establishing shots, but it's also like cuts to happy walking inside while telling a joke. So you get it, like it keeps moving instead of feeling like you've come to a complete stop, do an establishing and continue. So we get the little joke of happy, happy making. I don't even remember. Just some cute little joke. And then he's talking to Pepper. He wants all the janitorial staff replaced with robots because safety and also capitalism happy is just a guy that got recently promoted that's trying to like throw out all of his ideas he's like look it i'm doing so well at this job i have so many ideas we thankfully get gwyneth paltrow back in super tailored suits she looks sharp she looks on brand again not no longer like yeah barefoot wearing jorts and a belt idiot fucking joss weed an asshole motherfucker obscene we get killian but he's handsome He's, he looks really great, and like you, Pepper is like, oh, this guy used to hit on me all the time. Mm-hmm. But then she's and like he's hitting on her now, oh, like aggressively. Yeah. yeah, he's very he's very subtly like hitting on her. Uh, he's, he has a controller, a remote control to Pepper's office light. That yeah, that felt very weird. Yeah, even you can't come into my house right now and tell Google what to do. She won't listen to you. Yeah. Also, there's a point so. where he's like talking about. Uh, his research and it's biotech right he talks about like reprogramming mm-hmm. the brain and at one point he's like some people would call this immoral or like some he uses the word immoral and it's like yeah i i think i would yeah sweetie most people pepper points out that there would be like room for like you know i i forget exactly what her criticism is but something in the longs of along the lines of like people could uh, abuse this 
Yeah. Well, yeah. he says, <laughs> did I write it down? Is it later where he talks about the hard drive in any living organism? It must they, be later. They make that comparison a lot. It's not that intelligent. Okay. It's like, what if you could, what could you, if you could reprogram your brain? What if you could hack biology? <sighs> so he gives me motion sickness by showing us the galaxy in his brain and like whizzes around in it. Yeah. I don't know why that made me so, so nauseous. I was so worried because at one point he's like, pinch me so that you can see like the pain center of the brain. Light up, I was yeah. like... What if she brushed against him and you could see the boner side Cordy. of the, the boner side of the saying. brain? I was like, you're standing real close to Peppy. Hey. <clears throat> what else are we going to see? Light up. <laughs> he says, imagine if you could hack into the hard drive of any living organism. First concern, why does a living organism have a hard drive? Second concern, why is the drive hard? <laughs> All right. Hmm? My brain is a solid state drive. Anyways. <laughs> Mine is not. Mine is Mine's, Mine's a 500 uh, megabyte hard drive from the 80s. Happy answers his tablet like my mother, showing only his forehead. I love it. And this. Anthony says, this is the forehead of security. That, yeah. Cute. Happy being a boomer with technology despite working with Anthony is really cute throughout. I, I love think. it. Yeah. Happy is, like, very suspicious of Killian, yeah. which, like... Good instinct, baby. Yeah. Why wasn't anybody else? Yeah. Anybody that shows up 20 years later very hot compared to how they used to be should be yes. considered suspicious. Anyway, so Peppy is on her way home, and she knows... Or Anthony already knows because Happy takes a picture of her SUV or of... of um. Killian's SUV leaving. Yeah. So he knows that Killian left without Pepper. And then he knows that Pepper's on her way home because I assume he has tracking devices on her car. He has 400 cameras out front. Right. I know when someone's in my driveway. There's no way Anthony Stark doesn't know when someone's in his driveway. Yeah. So there is a giant bunny with <sighs> tits. It looks like tits. It's cl- it, like it's got the paw beans like it's supposed to be paws, but it that's tits. Those are boobs with three nipples each instead <clears throat> of paw pads. It looks bad. And also it's stupid. And if you know a single thing about Pepper Potts, why would you get her a giant rabbit? Absurd. So women like stuffed animals. <laughs> I'm so right? sorry. I just I just realized. I wrote, uh, Killian is squinting a lot, even indoors. Whereas, what are we doing? There's no light. This is stealing French Stewart's valor. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, also, at one point, like, I don't remember who he was talking to, but, like, Killian Killian had, like, a dude in the lobby waiting for him, this bald guy that, like, comes back later. And at one point, like, uh, Happy refers to it as Killian's boyfriend, and it's like, very cute Uh homophobia cute homophobia happy i expected better from you i did too hap nobody else got me i know happy got me not really no um colson had us though yeah colson had me so we get inside peppy is coming in and anthony's sitting there oddly in his iron man suit allegedly and I was like, that's weird. Yeah. This man's so obsessed with his suits, but I accepted it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until he starts giving her a back massage that I was like, he's not in that suit, is he? No. And I just started shouting, he's not in that suit. It was stupid. It's infuriating to me that a man who absolutely knew the exact second she got home couldn't be bothered to just run up the stairs and greet her for a little bit, ask her about her goddamn day. Instead, he only accomplishes, what, two pull-ups? Right. Like, how much time did you really save here? You dumbass he treats pepper like everything else in his life is the problem like as kind of just like there for him when he needs to use it in a certain way and like he won't go out of his way he won't treat her like a person that he cares right he's completely phoning in a relationship yes and it's supposed to be date night of all nights so it's not just like yeah tuesday 
they had plans. And they also introduced the, because, like, this this was 2013, and they do kind of, like, keep it on track with uh, time-wise, like, when they were coming out, like, that's when it takes place. So Iron Man 2, I think, was 2010. So that was okay. kind of, like, when they were, like, together together. And that means I think they live together. Yeah, then. it's saying, like, they've been together for three years, and in this movie they do establish that they're living together. Yeah. Well, I think they lived together before when she was in that tower that Coulson comes into. Oh, in uh, Avengers? In two. Oh, in Avengers. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, this is the only movie where they meant they like have mentioned like now that you're living with me, like everything's been great or like something along those lines. Yeah. She says, um, is this like Mark 14 or something? And he's on 42. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's concerning. So she just got home and says she's going to bed because. Because he ate Anthony without Stark's her. <laughs> Yeah, which is weird that that's her primary concern. But Anthony Stark's exhausting. I get it. I'd want to. And also, if it's date night, why did you eat before your girlfriend came home? Well, I thought you were going to go with Killian. No, you didn't. You're selfish. You're just an asshole. You're trying to punish her. Yeah. He finally admits that he's still fucked up and has PTSD from New York. And she's like, duh. But also, she probably should have given him a little bit of credit for finally being able to, like, say it. I think she's been giving him credit for years. That's fair. No, Pepper deserves better in a lot of ways, but if this was a normal relationship, that would have been a brownie points moment. Yes. It's wild that this is what gives him PTSD and not almost dying in the desert. Yeah. Being kidnapped by terrorists. Yeah. His decision, I don't know. Maybe it was cumulative. Maybe he was still dealing with that and then New York happened. Yeah, because he never never dealt with the whole terrorist thing. Yeah. She calls his machines part of him. She calls them a distraction. Therapy. Yeah. Therapy. Cut to them napping in bed. He is taking up two thirds of the bed. Uh, yeah. And the suit nearly attacks Peppy. It's standing over her, looming, horrifying. That is so unsettling. That's and then, so scary. Like, can you imagine? There's like, ugh. I was talking with my hairdresser yesterday about how her husband sleepwalks. No. And like, Divorce. That would like that kind of thing freaks me out so bad. Like waking up and finding your partner not where you thought they would be. Mm-mm. Like no, much less you know their weaponized suit on top of you. Ugh, awful. No, that, and, that was so scary. I yeah. think I I gasped when I they did that, which was good. Yeah, for movie. no. Good and movie she making. was like, "No, fuck this. I'm sleeping elsewhere." Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that fucking sucks. So yeah, so this is the first time we get a situation where Pepper is in direct danger from a suit. It comes up again. Yeah. So then we cut to um, like a little outdoor market with Hap Hap and Mm -hmm. some big scary boys. Yeah. And they ask, can you regulate? Yes, I can regulate. It's basically a drug drug drop off, but it's like weird metallic parts and stuff in a suitcase. It looks like a wingnut. Yeah, it, it looks very strange. So Happy is like tailing this guy, which like, that's not your job, man. But also he's the only person that really set things in Notices motion. It. Yeah. So he like tries to enter, like he knocks the briefcase out of the guy's hands and like is like helping him put it away. And he like mm-hmm. steals a part. And then bald guy notices that and at, like they're arguing. And then fucking dude in the back is shooting up. And glowing red, and he fucking explodes. Yeah, so he can't regulate, as it turns out. Also, okay, this is this is minor, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this explosion had a heat signature of 3,000 degrees Celsius. I meant to Google, what's that in American? Uh, that's 5,400 degrees Fahrenheit. 
What's the sun? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Temperature of the sun. 5,000 Kelvin. So that's like oh. about, it's it's about like, it, it's definitely hotter. <laughs> the sun is hotter? Okay, cool. Yeah, the sun is hotter, Just but checking. it's like not a whole lot of things on the planet get that hot. And like later on, Tony has a map of like heat signatures that are like it's very high. three times hotter than lava. Yeah, it's just lava's a thousand Celsius. Wow. Make it supernatural. Don't make it like biological because none of these things are remotely realistic. It's very weird. It's a so, superhero movie. Who cares? Happy but. throws a punch because he's a blessed little angel baby. Yeah. And then he gets yote. Um, then the junkie does the huff. Sorry. Probably shouldn't call them junkies. Hate the sinner, not the sin. It's not, yeah. We support rehab. Also, they're all veterans who are going through shit. Who are being taken advantage of and being turned into like a small army. This movie accidentally does very good messaging on healthcare and veteran care and the likes. Uh, Right. I don't know if the the substances are addictive, but someone else does call them, Happy calls them a junkie. It's hard to kind of parse because they don't really explain it. I think it's a thing of like they do have to re-up doses every so often. Do you think it's like the My Hero thing? I have no idea. You remember when they're they're in the Fat Gum and Red oh, Rocket? Oh, yeah, I know what yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Like the quirk like juice. Quirk juice. Yeah, it's not addictive quirk juice either, but maybe the, the You get addicted to like the probably. feeling and the, like the yeah. power. I, I don't know. Because they don't really show other people like continuously redosing. Everybody else right. just seems to be like where they where they Maintain. are yeah so they only leave behind shadows after they get exploded by this weird bomb that yeah. isn't a bomb there are a lot and of silhouettes lives, even though he's right next to the bomb i'm I, not complaining i stop don't taking people from me <laughs> maybe he was far enough away from the dude because he was tussling with the bald guy i didn't really oh, get, he did a get sense. thrown into a wall yeah maybe he was like just out of range but yeah literally everybody else they just got fucking vaporized <laughs> Into shadows, and I don't... I Into still don't, shadows. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, I was like, I don't know anything about explosions, but I feel like... It's a nice visual effect. Hold on a second, let me just... Um, sh- shadows of bodies left after nuclear bomb? I don't think yeah. it's something yeah. that happens. Yeah. yeah, is it? Uh-huh. Oh, Black fuck. shadows of human objects like bicycles were found scattered across sidewalks and buildings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, that's horrifying. Yeah. Hey, also, America is terrible. America is terrible. We just dropped bombs to see what would happen. Absolutely disgusting, inexcusable, horrific. God, horrific. Yeah. And like, so after this happens to Happy, like also Happy is kind of like on the floor. He's not dead. He is. He saw that there are dog tags on the ground. That's important. And like, what a good boy. And bald guy was also in the, the explosion. He walks away. He's kind of, he's glowy red, regenerating. Important. And we know that the glowy red people, not only do they regenerate, they probably withstand heat very, very well. One of them breathes fire. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Fucking again with the Daenerys Targaryen shit. Yeah. But after this, okay, I think this is when this happens. So Hold on. Th- okay. As that man walks away, we do get the second close-up of feet of the movie. Oh, I didn't notice Stop that. Stop doing this. I hate feet so much. Oh. They are such a focal point of so many of these fucking movies. Oh, I know what you're, you're talking nasty. about, too, because it was like glowing red feet. Yes! Awful. 
So after this scene, there's a cut to another Mandarin transmission. But okay, so the way that this happens is there's a couple of seconds of like frames of like different videos and different footage. And there is like a couple of frames of the slap chop guy. Yeah, which is weird. I had to rewind because I was like, was that a weird subliminal message? That guy sucks. We don't have to talk about it. Everyone should Google Vince slap chop guy. I would literally just Google Slap Shop Guy and yeah. figure out what's going on. In the future, let's just use Billy Mays. I'm pretty sure he's an unproblematic yeah. man. Yeah. Can he rest in peace? Especially just relatively so. But yeah, so we get another Mandarin transmission. Let's talk about fortune cookies are actually American, which is why they're hollow, full of lies, and leave a bad taste in your mouth. That's fine. I liked that. You're correct. I was like, I also hate America. <laughs> yeah. America bad. So that's correct. Yeah. Um, then they destroy another cheap American knockoff, the chi- Chinese theater. Yeah. He he's basically, he's taking credit for these things, even though we just saw what happened. It's like, yeah. oh, clearly there's something at play here. There there are a lot of instances of real life terrorists taking credit for things that they didn't actually do. Like, that's yes. fine. That makes also, sense. Also, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s handprints are outside of the Chinese theater. In real life. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Weird. Fun. Then we cut to Anthony visiting Hap Hap in the hospital. And he said he's watching Downton Abbey. That's his show. He thinks it's elegant. That's so cute. That, that That's does sound like Happy. That's a cute little character wink. Yeah. I, I do appreciate when they give you little little fun character details that are otherwise like low stakes. Just, yeah. I don't know. Coulson's dating a cellist. Happy likes Downton Abbey. Like, cute. One more thing. Make sure everyone's wearing their badges. <sighs> So he is listening. He is paying attention to Happy. Even when he like blows him off to his face, he does care. But he will never show people he cares unless it's like a dire fucking situation, which is maddening. He's not a good person. He's not a good person. But this is what final, like, this is what, like, sets him into motion because, it, like, the fact that there's, he knows that, there, like, there's been, like, video footage, like, when he was in the bar with Rhodey, like, people are talking about this Mandarin thing, and it's, like, clearly the government's not handling it well, and this is, like, now it's personal. And he goes outside, press is waiting, and someone asks, when's somebody gonna kill this guy? <sighs> I'm just saying, vigilante justice actually bad, and then Tony Stark commits several crimes. He says... I'm going to kill you, crime. He takes this man's personal property and whips it, right. crime. But he does say, bill me. How yeah. the fuck is he going to get in contact with you? I don't know. Oh, just kidding. You've given the world your home address immediately after saying to Pepper, I'm so sorry. Like, I won't put you in danger again. I won't put you in danger. Let me find the exact quote because I did write it. it. It's just so fucking maddening because you are not the only person that lives at your fucking house. I couldn't believe he did that. Oh, it's later. Later he says, I'm so sorry I put you in harm's way. That was selfish and stupid and it won't happen again. Right. Yes, it will. But it's it's yes, the thing it of like, it already has happened. He has already been like put her in danger through multiple other movies. And then he almost like hurt her with his own suit. So it's oh, like, yeah. I'm mad. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to endanger not only myself, but I'm going to invite a terrorist to attack my home where not just I live. And it's like... It's also houses like that, like rich people have like cleaning staffs. They have like other people that work there. It's like, I hate Tony Stark so much. It was so inconsiderate. So when they're in the birthing suite, when she comes down to confront him for phoning in time with her, he says, I'm doing all this because I can't imagine living without you. I have to protect you. And then gives the world his address, 108, or 10880 Malibu Point, Los Angeles, 90265. If you Google it, 
It's not real. Right. And I argue they should have used the regional address of an Applebee's just to make it kind of fun when I Google it. You know? <laughs> that would be delightful. It's it's this very annoying, like, constant thing where he's like, no, no, I swear. I care about you. I want to protect you. And then it takes but literally not nothing. It takes nothing for him to all of a sudden be like, no, shoot firebombs at my house. Like, there's nobody else there. I can handle it. It's And not just the Mandarin, but anyone else he's ever pissed off. Yeah. Which, like, his address has probably been, like, public record. If people really wanted to find him. Like, it's right. very hard to hide, like, a, that a, dr- big of a house. Yeah, that big of a house. And then, like, you can find, like, celebrity addresses, like, very yeah. easily. J.K. Rowling lives in a publicly listed castle, everyone. But it's, <laughs> but it's also just, like, there's a difference between, like, m- do like having a public record and being like come get me yeah why so then he's in his birthing suite again and he is hacked into shield fbi and cia the implications of that are horrifying just beyond horrifying he had shield access like in the avengers so i'm guessing he just kept in Okay, and later we find out that he does get, like, he calls Rhodes to get his login, and Rhodes says, I have to change it each time. But he didn't have Rhodes' login yet, which means he hacked into it, which also, is he respecting Rhodes' boundaries by saying, give me the password, I'm not going to hack? If you're asking me a question of, is Tony Stark respecting someone's boundaries, I'm going to say no. And also, I think at that point, he wasn't at home, he didn't have access to all of his computers, so he needed to log in again from a different source. Oh, the later one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's that's it's what just happened, really right? gross to me. Um, th- I, I just I just cannot express the the monumental implications that Tony Stark from his home hacked into the FBI and CIA. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, un unbelievable, unheard of. It's supposed to be what okay else because you have it's, access to. It's supposed Hunter to be Biden's okay. Hunter Biden's laptop. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> But, it, like, we're present tense, still dealing with cyber attacks. We're still still dealing with the ramifications right. of Russian state government infiltrating our infosec-type opportunities. So Tony Stark just casually does it from his basement one day? Well, I think the U.S. government's, like, cybersecurity is actually probably not very good. Like, it's a huge problem. I think I remember reading at one point that, like, the FBI was trying to hire, like, new like it people and they were in like new cybersecurity people and they were having trouble because in order to work for the fbi you can't have like any drugs in your system whatsoever and like it guys are just smoking weed all the time that's actually an ongoing issue throughout all of infosec that people it's much like normal human beings exchange information about who's drug testing infosec is such a problem because they're all high and doing code as they goddamn should be let them (laughs) Yeah. They're probably better at it this way. So this movie came out in 2013. Thank you. Oh, I just had to scroll all the way up. We did. We had only had a cyber command for three years at this point. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. It was just some other division that was handling it. But we got the United States Cyber Command in in May of 2010. Um, Yeah, this is I don't know. This is. The median Dumb. age of somebody working in the government has to be, like, 64, so it's, like, not yeah. all that surprising. They're just That's like, funny. I think the internet's still a fad, so. Oh, we had something in the 70s, but it wasn't, it was a project. It wasn't, like, a. Yeah. So, th- like, that's what I'm saying. It was part of other divisions. It was projects. It wasn't an overarching protect the nation from international threats. Okay, so anyway. 
We're learning. I'm not an infosec. He literally just told Pepper he's the only thing on. The, she's the only thing on the planet he cannot live without. He's trying to protect her, and then advertises the address to the world. Yeah. And then somehow gets a 3D scan of the explosion site. I have to assume they didn't explain it. I have to assume it's a composite of like every security camera and like 3D modeling based off of that from different angles. It's very stupid. It's not real. It's like dumb CSI like magic bullshit. Okay, cool. Whatever. I'm completely okay with the answer being stupidity sometimes. Yeah, fine. I never know if I missed it. So then we get the 3,000 Celsius. Yeah, you get the 3,000 Celsius. You get the the dog tags. You get a name off of it. Uh, Jack Taggart, that comes back later. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were no active, there were no like military like personnel like corpses found. Like there's no evidence of this guy. Um, and yeah, they I, there was a similar incident that happened in Tennessee that Jarvis finds. So they chart a flight path to Tennessee. Yes. But before he can depart or I don't know, have a conversation with Pepper about anything. About anything. Maya she's, shows up. she's at home. She's dealing with shit. And he's just in the basement. She's packing. <laughs> she's packing. She should be. Because she throws those suitcases down when Maya yep. walks in. <laughs> um, so he's wearing this suit and we get some of the worst CGI I've seen in my life. They managed to make Tony Stark's suit Uncanny Valley for me. Mm. It doesn't move when his head moves quite right. Yeah. How did they get worse at doing this? I don't, I don't think it was as noticeable in one or two or Avengos, but this one was really obvious. It was bad suit CGI throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And that's, that's one of those things that I don't notice as much until people point it out. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I was I was perfectly fine with the Avengers, like, green screen until some until Cam pointed out, like, look how bad the green screen is. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you're right. Because yeah. I'm just so absorbed with, like, who's saying what? Who punched? Yeah. Action movies. I'm easily distracted, yeah. such as by bad CGI. So then Pepper's really mad about Tony having a one-night a decade ago, but she did just kick that reporter out in, in the one first and didn't one. have an issue with it. Yeah, that's so. Dumb. Like, why is she changing now? You knew what you were getting into when you dated this man. I mean, also like, I she's going through some other shit too, though. She's going through a lot of shit. She's mad about at Tony about a lot of things that she rightfully justifiably. Is. But also, like, if I'm at home packing, already mad at my boyfriend and his ex girlfriend walks yeah. through the door. Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. I would pick up one of them suitcases and start swinging with it you know <laughs> tony yeah either <laughs> not her fault right i'm against care. like You're attacking here. women like women who happen to have slept with your boyfriend ages ago but like <laughs> that's fair that's fair. generally speaking but like yeah she does also try to defuse it she was like it was one night anyway i'm here because of botany so <sighs> yeah he does have five stockings on the fireplace um one of them's labeled jarvis oh that's cute that um, I didn't. I couldn't tell what the other ones were labeled. I don't care about the rest. And then a missile. Yeah, a missile gets launched in his fucking house. And there's no fucking like air force in this country because these like fucking rogue like helicopters are in United States airspace and like launching missiles. Hold, no big deal. Hold on. What's the closest air force base to like <laughs> Malibu? Malibu? While you Google that, um, so the explosion hits and. Another scene that I made everyone watch 400 times nearly frame by frame was this explosion mm-hmm. because their bodies fly off in a completely nonsense direction compared to the impact. Yeah. And I just kept watching it like, how did this happen? How did you go in that direction? 
<laughs> Which, fine, whatever. Um, and he does finally save Pepper over himself. Just kidding. Not finally. It's the 400th time he does it. Tony Stark exhibiting selflessness is not character growth. He literally does it in the first movie. He does it in every movie he's ever been in. He still had no character growth. He just keeps doing the bad thing, apologizing for it. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of this fucking character. Thank you. Um, Nearest military base. There's one in Los Angeles, literally a 42-minute drive, which is a lot faster if you've got an airplane. Helicopter. Yeah. So there is a military base 42 miles from where this rogue helicopter approaches. It didn't have clearance. It clearly didn't have a flight path. It's not like they thought it was news anchors, which would have made sense. They have a missile. It's very strange that that's just a thing that can happen on, you know, like to a civilian house. Uh, That's like very dire implications, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. So the movie again shows me that Tony Stark knows how to be a good person. but He is simply actively and repeatedly choosing not to be a good person. Yeah. Thanks. He he sends his suit at Pepper. Mm -hmm. Uh which, Which fits her somehow? Fits her somehow. Like, I I assume that this was, like, a contingency thing of, like, he wanted this to be a possibility. In the later. comics, in 2009, he had already built her a suit. So he's built a hundred suits in his birthing suite and didn't think to build one for her? That's a good point, yeah. And also, like, later on, like, Rhodes asks for one and he's like, no, they're all, all programmed to me. And then yeah. he's, like, he's yelling at Pepper because she's not moving fast enough. And he, like keeps yelling at her to like get Maya out of there and I she's never get that yeah she's in shock she's not she is probably not forming an entire thought at a time all of her them. thoughts are interrupting each other she's panicking i get it and she's never worn this fucking clear, suit before right you need to give her a clear instruction it's like when you're it, you shout someone call 911 you can't do that you have to look you have at to a pick person one person yeah. and say you call 911 you do this because everyone's too much panicking yeah, so i that's a good point. i did get it he was stern, but to save a life. I just don't like him. <laughs> I hate him so much. He's such a bad man. Um, I think, so then there's like another explosion while they're outside. Oh, no, it's it's Pepper. So Pepper accidentally fires off her hand rocket and yeah. launches her and the botanist outside. And I do think that she intentionally lands on the botanist in her thousand pound suit. Yeah, I I don't know. I that, that girl's hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, once she's clear and he knows it from his earpiece from Jarvo, he pulls the suit off him onto him mm-hmm. onto himself the audio mixing is so bad here i mm. had to keep turning it up and down during every action sequence it it hurt yeah and then they would cut to talking and it'd be so quiet i had to crank it all the way up yeah uh event the house gets fucking leveled yeah the music does swell up when the suit comes to him which i really appreciated yeah i i'm such a sucker for a, a late motif light motif light motif you know the thing yeah yeah big firefight he takes down a couple of the helicopter does he take down all of the helicopters just a couple, mm, no. I think. Because, no, like, no. Westworld escapes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then he ends up in the ocean and he's mm-hmm. fine? Question mark. There's also 500 suits downstairs. There is a huge hole in the floor. You could just jump down there to get them. I really and don't understand. And you stick with the suit that's not tested, that's run. It yeah, can't fly. He talk- you already know it can't fly. Like, what are you doing? And Jarvis is like, this is not combat ready. <laughs> so it's like, why he, is this he doesn't the one? Switch suits. We've seen him suit up super fast. Yeah. He's one that's a suitcase. Uh, it's so weird. It doesn't make any sense. And then it's a fucking problem later because he's stuck with yeah. this one prototype suit. I don't know. It, throughout the entire movie, it's just a deus ex machina. Nothing is working. Nothing is working. Suddenly, his suit can fire and he launches yeah. at a helicopter. What? Also, okay. when he's down in the ocean, does he have oxygen in there? <laughs> is it watertight? Well, the suit is... 
a little – I think it's too damaged to be at this point, but I think most of them are. Okay. So in Iron Man 2 or Avengers, when he's welding underwater, mm-hmm. that's a specialized suit. Yes. This one is not specialized for this specifically. So we do see some water levels hitting his helmet yeah. cam. Um, and then we get another Deus Ex Machina when inexplicably Jarvis is like, hold your breath. And Jarvis detaches the hand that pulls him out. Why couldn't his hand do that while it was still attached? I don't know. And then he ends up, we'll have to jump back in a second, but he ends up flying to Tennessee. And if Jarvis is capable of controlling the suit on his own, like detaching the hand, why didn't he... Why did he pick Tennessee? I think because at this it was the point, flight plan? I think at this That's point dumb. he's already starting to malfunction because like oh. that would make sense to me. He's like, get me out of here. And that's like the last loaded like flight plan that he had. And like, yeah, yeah Jarvis is normally the fucking hero of these movies who saves Tony's ass, even though he's an AI. Uh, but yeah, I think I because we get a little bit of like Jarvis malfunctioning stuff. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, Peppy runs into the collapsing house, Ugh. stupid, stands on like the the cliff, the edge, stupid, yeah. and screams at Anthony who's underwater. Baby, he cannot hear you. Mm-mm. The helicopters are still there and they can see you. Girl, you need to run. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, eh. just Yeah. Whatever. Then it zooms in on the rabbit with giant boobs while he's underwater. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a man chew gum worse than... Um, Westworld is chewing it in that helicopter like a fucking cow. Yeah, he sucks. <sighs> Suddenly, flight power is restored because why not? It's enough to get him to fucking Tennessee from California. Annoying. He's in Rose Hill, Tennessee, where the there is so much snow. Yeah. there's not, And I did Google it. There's not that much snow in Tennessee. It is Christmas time. Yeah, I Googled it. It's less than two inches of snow falls in December, the entirety of December. Hmm. And it rarely sticks to the ground. That's climate change, baby. Yeah. Thanks, um... <laughs> Whatever website this is. But we, at this point in the movie, are just back to back to back to back to back sequences of action. Yeah. It's exhausting. But then we, we get a nice reprieve once he ends up, well, it's really for a cute. little while. We get a little bit, yeah. yeah. We get a little bit of a, a slice of life anime here while he hangs out with Kid Harley. Yeah. Kid Harley, who is like more of an adult than he is. Yeah. After Anthony Stark drags an 800 pound suit who knows how many miles without being winded when he finally lands yeah. and then he steals a poncho off of a, na- uh, a native american statue without batting an eye which frankly seems pretty on brand mm. for tony to steal from indigenous populations yeah he transfers to all known receivers and i thought that this was going to be another info security issue but it does force peppy to have a retinal scan mm. before it relays the message to her yeah that makes sense and he apologizes i'm sorry pushing in harm's way it won't happen again it will yeah and he just shows up in this kid's fucking like shed uh and the introduction to this character, he's got a little potato gun and he's a good shot with it. I love this kid. He's great. He and this kid have better chemistry than he and Pepper have. That's that's a little true. <laughs> yeah. Like their banter is funnier. Their banter is funnier. Uh, he's like, where are your parents? He's like, mom's already working at the diner and dad went to get scratchers years ago. And I guess he won because it was seven years ago. That was funny. Uh, Kid's got some good humor on that him. That kid is funny. Coping. And then... <laughs> What is oh, what does he say? He gets absolutely bodied by this toddler. Um, he he says Iron Man and if I was the guy who made Iron Man and War Machine, it's Iron Patriot now. That's way cooler. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but also Tony Stark looks at this kid and he calls him a pussy for being sad that his dad left him. Does he say pussy? He said the word pussy. He was like, "Don't be a Holy pussy about shit. it." I must have still been laughing at something else stupid. I was. That's- fucking furious that's why i tweeted about it i was like like literally he calls this kid a pussy because his dad left (sighs) the 
the kid tells him to get retroflective panels to make him stealth. He says, that's actually a good idea. I'll work on that. Cute. Also, why didn't you do that already? We had this whole thing in Avengers about how this huge fl- like flying ship was invisible. Yeah. But not to the Horrible bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Also, he, he, he looks at this kid and he's like, this kid gets bullied. Uh, yeah. Here's an explosive. Which is such a burn on its own. It, I, what was that I thing? think it's a flashbang. Or something okay. like that. It's not an actual explosive, but he did say, like, he aim away the from the eyes. Yeah. Which is very funny. And again, arming people who perhaps shouldn't be given weapons. Yeah. Pretty on brand for Tony Stark. Also, I have a quick point. He calls this child a pussy. And IRL, if Tony Stark was a real person, he grew up a rich dandy boy. Um, and yeah. any sign of, like, real physical pain or dirt getting under his nails would probably send him into, like, a hissy fit if he was a real person. Yes. Like, Tony yes. Stark is, like... You know, somebody's like, you know, fucking don't wet hand dream me things. for a billionaire character. Yeah, don't yeah. hand me things. Like, he's so uptight about so many dumb fucking things. Yeah. These movies make him, like, a very cool, like, action movie character. But, like, if he was a real billionaire, no. He's actively upset about how his father treated him. It's a yeah. huge plot point in Iron Man 2. Yes. Pussy. Uh. <laughs> um, you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? Ugh. It's a it's a child. Be nice to the child. This is, this is a child that's not like reporting you to the police for being fucking stranger, <laughs> stranger danger in my mom's like power tool shed. Like fuck. Yeah. But then we cut to Peppy, who hears the message from Anthony. I'd be so done with she this gets shit. In a, by now. Yeah, she gets in a car with Mrs. Mandarin. Um, she says, "I'm not a botanist. I'm a biological DNA coder running a team of forty out of a privately funded think tank. But sure, you can call me a botanist, girl boss. Shut the fuck up. If I." Ever, if someone was like, you're an analyst, and I responded with, I'm actually not an analyst, and gave, like, way too much specific information about my job, sh- shut the fuck up. You um, are a botanist. Yeah. I am an analyst. Like, what are we doing? Ugh. I let people call me chemist, scientist, whatever. It's like, that's not actually what I do. It's but it's enough. like, I'm not going to take the time to be like, so on a day-to-day basis, these are my work tests. Yeah. Like, nobody gives Your a shit. Your day-to-day is irrelevant in, in this exact conversation. Right. Maya. So we cut to Aldrich, who is we find out is her boss. He has a movie set for the Mandarin. Um, he seems to be deferring to the Mandarin, calls the Mandarin his boss. And so also, Maya secret. refers to him as the master. Did you catch who? that? Maya, like, she refers to, like, Killian as a the separate Mandarin person and master. So she thinks that the Mandarin is real? I, she can't possibly because it's like an open secret within this organization. So like at multiple points, well, she refers to a master. Well, it's not because no one on set is even allowed to make eye contact. So everyone on oh, set thinks it's real. Oh, that's true. Killian is Killian's like, on the phone with don't don't look at him or wrong or if you right. want to get shot in the head or whatever. That right. That is a good point. And then he, the Mandarin walks in like it's a fucking wrestling match <laughs> with his robe yeah. and his hood up. Two women remove his hood. Yeah. It's really good. Yes. So we get Chad Davis used to live roundabouts. He won a whole bunch of medals in the army. Mm-hmm. And then one day he went, quote, crazy. Yeah. And made a bomb. But when is a bomb not a bomb? Like keeps coming up. When is a bomb not a bomb? Right. This is another really good commentary on veteran mental health going untreated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony's got clear PTSD. He's having panic attacks. Like Jarvis diagnosed him as having a panic attack. Yeah. Yeah. And also, when you are having a panic attack, having something diagnose you is really good. So, like, even having, like, my watch on me be like, your heart rate's fine. And I'm like, no, I'm dying <laughs> is really nice. So, yeah. like, that was a relatable scene where he, like, hops into the suit and runs biometrics. Yes. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, back to this um, this veteran who has PTSD, who sought help, who got the wrong kind of help. 
probably could have just gotten the right to kind of help from the U.S. government if we gave a shit about our veterans. Yeah. Um, so six people die, including himself, but there's only five shadows. Mm-hmm. And the kid says it's because he went to hell, which is heartbreaking. But also leaves in a fucking like, you know, red state like Tennessee town, that is probably what they started telling themselves. It's a mortal sin to commit suicide. Yeah. So... And yeah. to kill God, other brutal. people in the process. Mm, no, Catholics are okay with that part. <laughs> <laughs> Gestures widely to Catholic history. Yeah. It's manipulative is what that actually yeah. is. Tony, Tony does learn that this veteran, like his mom still lives in town. So he makes plans to like go meet up with her. Yeah. Um, and then like, they meet at a bar and going into the bar, he like kind of walks into this like super hot chick, but she's got a scar on her face. Yes, Brant. Ellen Brant. Yes. And like that was very clearly a like, who's this? And then mm-hmm. she... With her really bad wig. Yeah. yeah. With her bad wig. Anthony Stark was paid $10 million for this movie and we couldn't spend a grand getting her a wig that's as good as cosplayers' wigs. Oh, was that all? Because hmm. I fully expected it to be like way more. No. no you... On our spreadsheet, you said he got $65 million. That's a shitload of money. That's you more paid, than a bag What's goes. the percentage of the? Uh, you didn't calculate it out that far. Wow. That's absurd. $65 million to Anthony Stark for this movie. And that's why the CGI is bad. And that's why her wig is bad. I have to assume so. It's that one Honestly, drill tweet of like, help me budget. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> help my family is done. Help my CGI yeah. is really bad. Yeah. Maybe pay the godfather of the Marvel movies a little bit less because it's you're suffering. stupid. So... I'm going to call this woman Mama Davis because I couldn't remember her name. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But she's the mother of... Um, Chad Davis? Yeah. Was it Chad? Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking Chad. <laughs> so Mama Davis thinks that this is the person that she called to meet her. Mm-hmm. Thinks that Anthony is the person. Um, She hands him the file. He notices the Taggart name yes. under one of the people, mm-hmm. which are dog tags he picked up at the last bomb site. And on the, on the piece of paper, it says MIA, missing in action for this dude because right. his body was not recovered. Right. And he tells her immediately that her son didn't do a suicide bombing. I argue, keep that to your fucking self until you have hard evidence. This woman is going through so much shit. Don't yank her chain. She's like, my son would never do this. Yeah. But it does it does make her trust him because she also she must have had her own suspicions. Right. And it does make it does make I her loved that. trust Tony to the point where like when shit starts going down in that bar, she slides the file away. Yes. Yes. She's still protecting her son, you know? She's still protecting... Because, yeah, like, if you're a mom, you don't ever want to think that your son would kill himself, much less kill five other people in the process. In a small town where you have to deal with the ramifications yeah. of that, it's like... I love I love strong mamas. I love them so much. I'm so... Weak. I know. So then uh, Brant doms Tony, and he grabs those dog tags. And I, at first, I'm like, you don't want to forget the name or something, which would be so out of character. Anthony would never forget the name, mm. but we see him later. Mm-hmm. Um, she arrests him for something, and I'm like, "What's the charge?" Homeland Security, can't. though, he did fly in <laughs> on like the Iron Man. Oh yeah, so like that's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. The Homeland Security probably should have arrested him long ago. Yeah, no flight path, plath, no Sylvia flight path. You know, yeah. And okay, the the sheriff in this bar is like, I don't believe you. And she like, it's the closest we've had to an acceptable cop, but he's still a piece of shit. But also at the same time, it's like, he probably should shut up because then he gets his ass yeah. shot anyway. Yeah. Um, do you think um, Branch ever uses her glowy red hands when she gives someone a handy? I hope not. That would hurt. Just curious. 
Um, what if they're also a lava man? That's a good point, and they can regenerate, but it probably wouldn't feel good. Is my mm. assumption it? Because like later on, it shows like her like regenerating her arm, and she's in a lot of pain. And screaming. Yeah, I yeah. I assume that it's not a fun process. There's a lot of arm removal in this movie. It's some Luke Skywalker was, shit. I was gonna say it's giving Star Wars. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. So she, he goes outside and taunts her. Stupid. And he to chase him, which is smart. He's trying to save people. Yeah. But it's again still not character growth. He's already done this. This is not the issue. It's the cycle right. that he puts us all through. And the kid is like helping and I want him to leave. I want him to be no, safe. He's so cute. I know. So but... he whips a snowball at a man that fucks up his aim and saves Anthony. Yeah. Um also the fire glowy man like Westworld. raises up his coffee. Yeah. Westworld cheers his Anthony Stark and then dumps his coffee out. Don't waste coffee. <laughs> He's about to, he was, it's going to be cold by the time he gets back anyway. Set the coffee down. <laughs> He's a lava man. He can heat it back That's up. That's a good point. That's fine. Okay, so Harley throws a snowball. Um, action scene, action scene. I love it. We get a yeehaw country boy because we're in Texas and it's very, I'm sorry, yeah, we're in Tennessee dude and it's just very like easy to get a gun. comes out of the bar with a shotgun. a shotgun. Yeah. I appreciate that he's like, I can solve this. Yeah. The, only good thing, the, only good, the only way to stop a bad guy with a firearm is a good guy with a firearm. Yeah. But firearm, one word. Get it? <laughs> Shut up. I just came up with that. I'm hilarious. Shut up. Whatever. Um, so they do a fight scene. It's way too much. They cut so many times throughout this. It's hard to follow. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. This is a bad action sequence. That's fair. It's I don't have a good sense of like where anything is. Like it is. A, yeah. It's very visually confusing. But no, no shot lasts more than a second. It's just cut, 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 cut. Yeah. And you know that they, <sighs> can, they can choreograph these well because the, the compound scene later is I liked it. I thought it was what when scene? he like breaks in and finds the Mandarin. Oh, the shipping yard. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. My, my people. Oh, no. The oh, the compound. Yeah, the yes. compound. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. With you. okay, yeah. Tony creates a microwave bomb with metal and also has cut some gas pipes in the kitchen, yes. um, laying waste to civilian everything everywhere he goes. I mean, so yeah. It? I don't know, but he does make it up for that kid, so that's fine. He can afford to. He says, "I've dated hotter chicks than you." Stupid. That's all you got—a cheap trick and a cheesy one-liner. Yeah, that's all he ever has. It's his entire thing. Yep. Thank God Joss Whedon didn't write this movie. <laughs> it would be so, like, it made me so, like, prickly for one-liners, but, like, with Tony, that is a consistent thing with him, at least. Yes. Whatever. And they maintained his quippiness, his need for snark over all else, yeah. without it being as exhausting as it was in Avengos. Yeah. Westworld tries to take the kid hostage and is like threatening him and then I forget mm -hmm. even oh the kid uses his little like flashbang thing yes. Harley is a good kid like Harley's I a love great him kid. I liked him a lot he tells Harley not to be a yutz and then it's like I'm sorry oh he that criticized he criticized his like uh bragging or something yeah, I, I know I wrote it down oh if you do someone a solid don't be a yutz Tony Every time that you save Pepper's life after putting her in danger, you make fun of her for yeah. being in danger that you put her in. Yeah. Stupid. And for reacting to it yeah. appropriately. Ugh. Idiot. Um, the kid tries to manipulate Tony again, which is funny. It was really funny. His little, like, I'm cold. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm cold. And he's like, we're the shot. <laughs> yeah. Then we find out Mr. Vice President is a... Oh, wait. No, we don't. Not yet. Mm-mm. The vice, Mr. Vice President says the president needs to see this when they get another Mandarin cut. Yes. We cut to the Roxxon Oil Company. Um, president is on Air Force One and decides to save this man. Yeah, He should not have. Well, okay. Also, during that scene, so the Mandarin is like, the phone number is already on your cell. Call him within the next, like, 
minute 30 seconds. yeah 30 seconds to save his life so i thought that meant like oh we're calling you out because you're close friends with an oil Me executive too. but no it's because he hacked his phone which like yeah, that's, that's fucking stupid it it actually so makes a lot more sense for him to be like buddy buddy with oil companies because that's and real yeah so roxon's like this catch-all evil corporation throughout the mcu um, oh, okay. they're just a giant evil oil company yeah uh created by I don't know, people in Captain America comic books. Hmm. And they do show up in Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., things that we won't watch. And the Iron Man flicks, which is wild because Iron Man's history is literally yeah. evil corporation, evil corporation, evil corporation, including his own. Right. They bring that up because, like, when Maya is talking with Pepper, she's, like, feeling really bad about the fact that her work. And Pepper's like, don't, don't worry, worry, sweetie. I did Iron Contra. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't make that's it good. <laughs> That's worse. You get how that's You're worse? like slightly self-aware, but you need to go like one step <laughs> further, maybe. Yes. Stupid. Like sit and think about it for also, 10 minutes. Also, that scene Pat, passes the Bechdel out. test. Proud of you. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't even think about Bechdel in this. You're right. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> he calls him. He shoots him anyway. You decided right. to negotiate with terrorists and terrorists said, ha ha. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Rhodes' phone rings while he's in the middle of terrorizing what appears to just be like a family. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Um, his password's War Machine 68, one away from being nice. Yeah. Oh, it's because they, they like, sourced the, like, location from this Mandarin video to be in Pakistan. So he's just going to random Pakistani oh, right. locations and terrorizing, terrorizing people. Anthony says this is not the 80s anymore. No one says hack. It's 2022. We still say hack. He said hack in the last movie. He said hack in this movie. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Uh, Such an arrogant Rhodey's word. password is War Machine 68. Just give it 69. Just give that to me. No, that's his username. Oh, no. Okay. His password is War Machine Rocks with an X, all caps. That's right. That was Not really, that was a fun scene. I love him. And then I do appreciate that both Anthony and Cheadle, fuck with uh, Rhodes. I appreciate that Anthony and Rhodes are both like, War Machine sounds so much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they agree on that. It's very cute. I'm, hold on. So it's 2020, no, this is 2013 minus 1968. Oh, was that I'm his birthday? I'm guessing birth it's his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would make it'd sense. It'd make him 45 years old, which is probably right. Um, there's a weird, awkward cut to uh, like a swimsuit model like oh. competition. Yeah, in Chattanooga, yes. And then you see Stan Lee holding up a tent. Stan Lee is a horny fuck in the Iron Man movies. Why is Adam Pally in this? I loved him. I love him in everything he's been in. But when it happened, I was like, this man is the most familiar looking man I've seen in my entire life. I love him. And if you Google Iron Man Van Guy, it knows <laughs> because everyone else is like, why do I know you? Yeah. <laughs> I think I knew him like originally from like the fucking Mindy Project or Me something. Too. He's so good in Mindy Project. He's a good dude in it. Um, his name is Gary. He's starstruck, starstruck as hell, like Coulson was for Cap, which is really cute. And he has a Tony Stark tattoo, not an Iron Man tattoo, a Tony Stark tattoo. Adam Pally, we love him. He's got a very funny Tony Stark tattoo. <laughs> which is based off of a doll he made of Tony Stark, not off of a picture of Tony it's, Stark, which is so fucking funny. It's so good. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie, probably. It's really good. Um, so he goes and recalibrates the ISDNs. Pump it up by 40%, whatever the fuck that means. It's all it's all gibberish. It doesn't matter. Then we get into... Mm, villains are always uh, bad. But this one uses the phrase outcasts and cripples. Few things. Yeah. Don't say that. It also... He was a disabled person. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things where okay. it's like... 
It's our word. We can say queer, for example. <laughs> yes, that kind of thing maybe, but it's like, I still probably wouldn't write it, John Favreau. Oh, to be clear, straight people can say queer as an adjective. Audrey and I can say it as a noun, such as, Audrey, I love you, you queer. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, which is, it, it's also really taking advantage of uh, people who are overlooked by society. It's taking advantage of people who mm, mm, healthcare isn't covering. The government has abandoned, especially when they're veterans who are disabled. It's it's dark and i i it's almost a good commentary it's like on the cusp of being good um yeah i don't know like killian's motives don't seem to be all about that it kind of it it, his he's a weird it's a cover yeah it's a cover and like he also uses like the environmentalism as a cover i don't know like fully what he's really after he mostly just because remember the the think tank engineered um a terrorist specifically they they looked at the psychological factors they made the mandarin do these things as a cover so like the think tank knows how to make this palatable the think tank put effort into thinking what would justify killian oh it's because he is a disabled vet or he's disabled from something else i don't remember how he did he lose a limb i don't know an arm He, he just had a cane it wasn't really clear yeah so we do see him go undergoing his treatment i think fuck i can't remember anyway i don't know i think they do a an interesting job of explaining why Killian is good at being manipulative and mm-hmm. it's because he has a think tank of 40 people yeah. building his backstory and building how he can sell this to veterans to get them on board and how he got the vice president. He's like, I'm going to rebuild your daughter or granddaughter's leg. Yes. But what what does Killian actually want? That's the part I'm Power? not clear on. Is Wait, that it's, it? This is, it's the same issue I have with every Marvel villain. Okay. They're never interesting. They just want power for the sake of power. And they have no plans beyond that. Yeah. Once he has the power, what? I don't know. That's the thing. Is And everything else about Killian is very interesting. And it probably is just yes. a, it's like a show, don't tell. Like, he's not doing the actual villain monologue where he talks about what he like actually wants. He does later. Doing. He kind of does. But it's like, I still don't know what he wants. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Again, this is. This is maybe the most interesting villain of an MCU movie for me yet. Yeah, so far, absolutely. I like him. The combo, the the duo team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so everyone's screaming as their bodies are reformed. We see, um, yeah, he says it's the next iteration of human evolution. It's wildly unethical. Yeah, and immoral. And it's uh, uh, yeah. And these are the videos that Tony's like watching in the news van. Yes, and it's um, yeah, it's like horrific. because he's such a great hacker. I don't say hacker anymore. It doesn't matter. Should I put an asterisk in the A? Like, what is this? Yeah, and he he uses the IP address that the Mandarin has been using. Yeah, 192.168.1.1. Yeah, to trace him to Miami. And then he has his, like, little suit up thing because his his suit is still not fully functioning. Like, he's working on it. And the kid's like, well, this whole time he's been calling himself the mechanic. He's like, why don't you build something? Yeah. We have to go back to some more deeply unethical and questionable shit that they've put in this movie. Okay. Um, we cut to Maya and Peppy talking again, and Maya says some things that are so disturbing to me, it does make me stop giving a shit about her as a person. Mm. She says, Werner von Braun dreamt of space travel before working with the Nazis. Right. Hey, girl, absolutely wild comparison you're making. And then he says, um, when the first V2 hit London, do you know what he said? The rocket performed perfectly. It just landed on the wrong planet. You don't want to have things in common yeah, with this man. I, sh- and you're like, I look at, we have the same, we had the same initial motivations. We were just led astray. Right. So you acknowledge you were led astray and you keep going? She's trying to fit. This is the thing I don't understand about Maya also is like, clearly she's trying to like, 
she's trying to come forward and be like, my boss is working with the Mandarin. She's trying to get something done. She's trying she's to make up trying for to it. Justify it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and she's like, it's okay. I'm a good one. I'm trying to and get Pepper help. And Pepper is no. helping her try to justify it by being like, don't worry. We're war criminals here. I don't think she knows the extent of it. No, probably Peppy. not. Uh, yeah. But also, and then uh, like Killian bursts into this hotel room. He like found her and he's like trying to choke out Maya. Uh, no, Peppy. Peppy. That's right. Uh, yeah, he's got her like against a wall. Yeah. And he's like, he's like holding her out one arm and just going, Pepper, Pepper, Pepper. Anyway, Maya. And he's like, you need to calm down, Pepper. Maya, right. as he continues choking her, having a full conversation, I'm like, let her go. Yeah, but Maya it basically convinces Stop him. Stop choking women in movies. Like, Tony is the one that has, like, the fix for our, like, problem. Because, like, back in the 90s, he was the one that was like, no, just do this thing that I thought of in 12 seconds, even though this has been your life's work and you haven't been able to figure it out. Uh, and then, like, later on, she doesn't really seem to be a good person again. Like, I don't know. She, like, again gets a, ch- a chance to be a good person. And she's like, mm, no, she fucks I don't it up. think I will. Yeah. We cut to, uh, what's Cheadle's machine called again? War Machine? Iron Iron Patriot. So we cut to Iron Patriot jumping uh, or blasting through the walls of various Palestinian. Potentially like, slave labor. Yeah. Because he says you're Pakistani. free now. If you weren't before. He. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so strange. And then, like, one of the... They're all wearing burkas also. And one of Mm. the people in the back is... a super heater. Is a super, like... uh, I don't know what to call them. Yeah. It's it's a lava lady. And suddenly his suit is just impotent. Like, he can't do anything about it. Well, they overheated it. And we knew in Iron Man 1 they had counted... they did? Okay. Yeah, in Iron Man 1 we had counted for the frost, right? So that was the thing that he learned. Yeah, and and he's... Endure it. Okay. This time we get superheat, and he hasn't made the suits endure superheat. Yeah. And I think if there is to be an Iron Man 4, we're going to have to figure out how his suit handles room temperature. It, <laughs> it is, it does feel very weird because, like, they take him hostage, and he's just in the suit. And, like, yeah. I don't know. Well, he doesn't, he knows if he gets out of the suit, he's giving them the suit. Right, but he can't him. do anything so has, else. <laughs> yeah. It feels very weird. Well, he weird. plays a waiting game. He gets clever about it. Okay, so then we, <laughs> is, <laughs> he does say, is the, is the secret cheaply made sportswear? Hey guys, do do check labels and and make sure your clothing is ethically sourced. This is a real problem. Okay, so then we jump to um, Anthony talking on the phone with Jarvo and Harley, and at the end of the sentence, he says the wrong cranberry. Yeah, Jarvis is like sort of broken, and I'll, I love Jarvis because like when he first flies into Tennessee, also Jarvis is like powering down and he sounds sleepy. It's he's so, so fun. Yeah. I love Jarvo. Okay. So um, he says one sentence wrong and says all the senses right. So yeah. he is getting better, I argue. Um, Miami, no, that can't be right. It is. Right. And then he's like, you're a mechanic, right? That's what you said. Right. Why don't you just build something? And Anthony snaps out of his panic attack and is like, yeah, why don't I just fucking build something? And I don't want to speak for everyone's panic attack experiences, but as a person who has mm, more than 12 a year... Uh, that is pretty accurate for me sometimes oh, yeah. where someone can, you're just like freaking out and not a single, it's like when Pepper, or when I was talking about before where you're having so many sentences that are overlapping because you're panicking in your brain, you can't have a single sentence that when someone just says the one logical thread and you just grab onto it and you're like, yes, I am fine, aren't hmm. I? Okay. And you can like, he's probably still mentally coming down from the adrenaline high of that panic attack. Yeah. But he is like, 
yeah, I can build something. And then it forces your thoughts to think about that. And he's like, this is what, and he's just probably running through a list in his head. This is what I need to build it. This is blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. They, they didn't. Okay, job. Yeah. That's not always the case. No, they don't. But sometimes. I don't think they always handle the mental health aspects of it. But yeah, that, no. that is something that has like a little bit of realism to it. And like yeah. if they wanted to handle it well, they could mention like, yeah, like he does have fucking PTSD. Because he, he earlier on denies having PTSD. He's like, I have an anxiety problem. And it's like, but why? It, it's much worse. It's much worse. Yeah. Now we are in full cliche mode because Anthony Stark is running through a... Like a Lowe's hardware. or something. Yeah. Yeah. In... Hoodie, hood up, hat, sunglasses, unmarked baseball cap, unmarked hoodie, sunglasses, which we've now seen uh, Hulk do first. We've seen Thor do. And now we've seen him do. And I'm like, how many more times are we going to do this? Hmm? I guess he. Oh, shit. We saw Cap do it, too. Yeah. He is at risk of being recognized because every time a child sees him, they're like, you're the Iron Man. And he's. Well, Harley didn't recognize him until he saw the suit. That's fair. Yeah. But like. He is a very rich billionaire that's been on like, like if Elon Musk was walking through Ace Hardware, I'd be able to pull him out and also punch him. Oh, in the I'd face. pull him out of that Ace Hardware too. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, I just shave your fucking bad facial hair. Yeah, and then he goes to the compound in Miami, and I do love this scene. It's very like super spy, like sneaking around. Like uh, I can't do the huh, Colonel like voice or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? What? The sol- the Metal Gear. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, you mean the Colonel. the sound of my ass cheeks yeah. are clapping? Yes, because my ass is so dummy thick, I can't sneak around. My ass cheeks are clapping. Right. I know that Robert one. Downey Jr.'s ass is not thick, though. No. So initially, I think that he's doing all this stuff um, with a nail gun because he doesn't want to buy a gun. Yeah. Even though we are in Tennessee. Oh, wait, no, we're in Miami We were now. in Tennessee, where I'm pretty sure you can buy a gun from a fucking vending machine, sir. You can buy an AR from Walmart in the year that this movie was filmed. Yeah. And instead, he gets a nail gun and then later steals a gun. So it's not that he was morally opposed to using guns. Do you need to have... He's just stupid. I have, I have to assume you have to have an ID to show in order to buy a gun. His face? But no, no, no. Like, he doesn't have, like, all of his stuff with him. He randomly ended up in Tennessee after not meaning to go there. So I, he must have his credit card or something because he buys all this he's shit. He's got to. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. And then, yeah, he immediately, like, finds a gun and he uses it. Hey, actually, I'm also not convinced you needed a fucking photo ID to buy a gun in 2013. Yeah, I have no idea. You didn't need Probably a background. You don't need a background check now. Like, there's no... I'm not doing this. It doesn't I'm matter. I'm not doing this. I'm infuriated. So he goes to the compound. He does a cute little spy bit. Yeah. Where he's sneaking he's around. He's taking people out one by one. Yeah, he's doing, like, full murders. A lot of murders. Yeah. A lot. Um, he does let the women go, which is Yeah, the, the sex workers. Yes. Yeah. Sex workers. Uh, sex work is real work. Uh, support sex workers. Yeah. They they don't know what's happening. They don't know who they're working for. Like, yeah. Might as well let them go. Cause yeah, when when he breaks into the room where with like the massive bed where like the Mandarin has been staying, and there's like oh, and there's two more sex workers. Yeah. yeah there's sex workers in there. There's one downstairs where he steals the gun. Yes. And she's also high out of her fucking mind because she is Love not. She's having a great time. Like good for her. She doesn't react at all. She's like, oh, he's dead now. Cool. Yeah, because he was being an <laughs> asshole to her anyway. But he he walks into the room where like the Mandarin has clearly been sleeping, and there is a good mix of, especially with the Mandarin, just in general. There's a good mix of humor in here that I do have. I have fun with that. Like that's what I like about this movie. Scene, 
Yeah, this scene was spectacular. The reveal, um, I wrote, oh my God, he's just a silly little English man. The Mandarin walks out of the bathroom and he's got a fucking British accent. He's like, nobody go in there for a little while. I do think poop jokes are funny. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm 12 years old. Yeah. Um, I would like to, huge complaint at this moment. Um, Glaring, disgusting thing that they've included in this movie Mm. that I am morally opposed to. (sighs) The Mandarin is watching a Liverpool versus Chelsea game. Oh. It's 3-0 for Liverpool, and he cheers. No, this is a Chelsea fan podcast. We do not support Liverpool. They're all Europeans. I don't give a shit. All right. Um. Anyway, so then this is sincerely the best thing that's ever happened. He's like, my name is Trevor Slattery. Nice <laughs> to meet you. He's completely unfazed. Like, yeah, he does not. He's so fucking zooted that he doesn't seem to understand that Anthony could kill him. He at one point falls asleep in his chair. Yes! Yeah. And like, I, it's so good. And it's like he, when he wakes up, he just keeps going mid sentence. Yeah. It's so funny. But the the bit here is that he doesn't know that people are actually dying. He's just here to be an actor. Yeah. Like they've been lying to him also, which I don't know how true any of that is. He's there to get his bag and leave. Like, yeah, he's a custom made terrorist <laughs> threat. Yeah. The think tank created him the pathology of a serial killer, manipulation of Western iconography. Incredible. And yeah. then Westworld shows up, I think, or some other red man. Yeah, dude shows up and uh, Tony gets... He says... Yeah. Yeah. What did you tell him? And Trevor's like, I told him nothing. Trevor. Which is interesting, Trevi. Yeah. Maybe that'll help him when he gets sentenced later. Yeah, but uh, Tony gets fucking zip tied to like a bed frame, a mattress or something standing up. It's weird. It yeah. is weird. Why does it have springs? I don't know. But like, this is the part I have I have problems with because then Maya's like, basically almost like doing the villain thing to him where she's like... She monologues. Yeah, she monologues. And then Killian comes in and he does his monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he, he basically tells him like, you gave me like desperation like i spent all that time on the rooftop i thought about jumping off like well, hold on before he comes in they're having like a moral dilemma yeah. with maya and he says to her you used to have morals you you know you used to have ideals and it's wild because anthony is not one to fucking talk right you still don't really no like you can pretend to be the good guy and do a self-sacrifice but you do continuously revert to doing amoral shit and it always serves him yes um, then Killian arrives to do his monologue. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Anthony says, I get to wake up every morning with someone who still has their soul. Get me out of here. Come on. Stupid. Hey, where did Pepper sleep the last time you were in the same house? Yeah. You don't get to wake up to X2. Or like, hmm. ugh. Interesting. Sucks. So then Killian arrives to do his monologue. Um, the greatest gift anyone has ever given me. Desperation. And Tony keeps making quips. Exhausting. Yeah. Killian doesn't acknowledge him. He just continues. Yeah, they're and good foils really for each satisfying. other. I really like that. Maya threatens to kill herself, and Killian's like, bet. Yeah. And just kills her. Yeah. And Anthony Anthony gets serious for a second and realizes what he's goddamn dealing with, and he's like, a very high-level position is just open. Right. And that's Killian. Like, Killian repeats that line later. He's like, I'll just kill the vice president because I've got someone higher up now to use in that role. And, like, you're a maniac. No. Right. I'm a visionary. And it's also... Yowza. Is this where we find out... Yeah, because he, he shows, like, a live feed of Pepper being, like, she's been kidnapped. Uh, they've, like, injected her with, like, all of this stuff. Yeah. I hate she's that. She's in phase two. I, We're using phase two again. What did phase two mean in Avengers? Did we figure that oh, out? Oh, no. I, I, I assume that was the, like, weapons that they were making. 
Yeah, they're, they're, but we're just really obsessed with phase two. Yeah. And we are in phase two, so. Hmm, also, I hate, I hated it. I didn't want it to be like a damsel in distress thing, but like, fucking well, whatever. It doesn't end up being, does it? No, but I also have issues with that anyway. Okay. So he says, how far away is uh, Rose Hill, Tennessee? And the guy just says 832 miles. Out of where? Like, out of nothing? He just knows? How did you know, know that? It was so weird. So uh, working in shipping and a lot of things are per mile for me. I do have a really good sense of distance for random things. Like, I know how far away, rounding to, like, the 50s, so, like, 800 versus 850, I could probably guess some things. 832? Yeah, that, whatever. Sir, you're in the wrong industry. Do you have any idea how much we'd pay to have someone who can do that off the fly? You could have just had him, like, pull out his phone and Google it. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. Yeah. But uh, um, Tony's watch goes off. The Dora Explorer watch that Harley it's gave It's a collectible. Him. It's so funny. I love that bit. It's my friend's sister. Yeah. So he knows the suit is ready because he asked Jarbo how long it'd take to charge up. Right. Um, and he, for some reason, thinks that the suit's going to fly instantly to him at 832 miles. Because he made, I think he made a gesture at himself that, like, calls it to Yeah, him. but he expects it to show up immediately. Yeah, I don't. I think he kind of like it has to travel, babe. Yeah, he has a sense for like how fast it goes, and he okay. kind of did like a mental math. So two pieces of it break through the iron guarded windows of that little shop, but the rest but the don't. other pieces are stuck behind a rotting barn door. Right. So you can break through iron, but not yeah rotted wood. Gotcha, gotcha. Because gotcha. those pieces come, and he's like, "Where's the rest?" And then yeah, you see yeah. Harley being like, "Harley oh, does fuck. do help." <laughs> yeah. That gave me goosebumps when Harley opens it and just watches him fly off and smiles. He's like, yeah, I love Harley. My father figure. No, Harley, no. You can do better. Um, <laughs> anyways, I like this action sequence. Like, it. Mm-hmm. I think it was constructed very well. You have the different pieces of the Iron Man suit, and he's got to find a way to fight with, like, just one hand and one boot. Balance. Love yeah. it. Uh, uh, he's like mowing through guys. He comes, he aims like at one dude, and the guy drops his gun and goes, "Oh, what's the line?" Honestly, I hate, I hate working here. They are so weird. <laughs> yes, and Anthony's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like lets him go. Because like realistically, it's like some of these people are just here for a job. Yeah, um, funny. Um, so he drops his gun, but again, they're cutting so much; it's really hard to follow. That's fair, yeah. Uh, Rhodes does breathe fire at some point. That's fucking stupid. No, sorry. Killian breathes fire at yeah, Rhodes. Yeah, Killian breathes fire. Give me a break. Like, why? Make it a supernatural power then. Like, this is so stupid. Yes. When the war machine, whatever, suit opens up and Rhodes does like a jump punch. I wanted to freeze frame there. That looks sick as hell. I love Don Cheadle in this movie. He does very well. Don Cheadle. Sick. He is wearing kind of like a nerdy polo, though. Yes. <laughs> I almost thought for a second. Into his yeah, was it tucked in? I like, couldn't tell. I was like, it should be, huh? That's so good. Um, the CGI is terrible with the suits. Yeah. Mandarin gets startled awake and just sips his beer instinctively. He's just like, huh? Ah, oh, beer. Yeah. He takes a sip, like without even looking at what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm shorter in person, a bit smaller. Everyone says that. Sweetie, that's not the concern. Yeah. I think he says there's some people I'd like to roll on at one point. That's very funny. I'd like to what? I'd like to roll on like some people he's going to rat out because he's a bad criminal. Oh, fuck. That's funny. Because yeah. uh, Don Cheadle is like immediately is like, this is the fucking Mandarin. I'm going to get him. He's like pointing his gun at him. He's getting really annoyed. And Tony's like, why is the gun hot? What do you mean? So... Like, Rhodes, like, holds the gun to that guy's face and it sizzles. 
Oh, why is the gun hot? I don't know. I didn't know. But it's not that. hot in Rose's hand. I didn't notice. It was really that weird. I didn't. I didn't understand what was happening. Okay, so they call the VP. The VP doesn't give a fuck. He's evil. Yes. Shocking. Uh, and then he kisses his daughter or granddaughter or somebody who's played by Jenny Ortega. Did you notice that? I don't know who that is. Uh, she's it's a Jenny new Ortega. season two. She's like the the teen that like almost gets preyed on by Chris Dahlia. She's also in... Oh, Chris Delia, actual predator in real life. Yeah, she's also in the new Scream movie, and she's in a new, like, A24 movie called X or whatever. She's oh, yeah, good she's having her. a really good, like, career right now. That's She nice. does very well Congrats, for herself. She's a good actress. Okay, so that's great. Uh, then we get, a, I think, a third situation in this movie already of a Kobayashi Maru oh, where... real quick. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I did write, so, like, after the VP gets off the phone, he's like, everything's fine. Uh, I did write, Kamala Harris taking notes. <laughs> she wouldn't, did it, she wouldn't have to do some elaborate thing, though. She would just have to, like, surprise him. He's probably, oh, like, crumble. So just put black pepper in his soup. Oh so my spicy. god! <laughs> okay. Um, these are jokes. FBI agent, listening to us. I would never suggest that somebody should murder Joe Biden. Yeah, don't give Joe Biden McDonald's Sprite. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we okay. So then we cut to Anthony and Rhodes discussing a bit of a Kobayashi Maru. But as always, Anthony Stark does not accept no win situations, so he sends the suit unmanned. Yes. To go deal with the president on Air Force One. And he's only got one suit, so it's like... Yes. Big deal. So they continue en route to Pepe, and he's like, I'll just recall the suit when I get to it. Um, The suit saves 11 people falling from the sky, which is pretty cool. That was The barrel of monkeys thing. Yeah, because, like, those people are, like, flinging out of that plane, and I'm sitting there, like, panicked, like, so many people are going to fucking die. That was so scary. Yes. Yes. So, like, one body flings out, and he doesn't see it, and then he sees a second one fling out, and he goes after them, and I'm like, what about the first person? And he's like, nah, fuck it. We save in all 13. I'm like, yeah! That was so good. That was cool. I loved it. Okay. So... He does not ask if everyone can swim, but they apparently can. They can at least float. So nice. <laughs> yeah. He calls the last man a chunky monkey. Shut the fuck up, be Anthony. Nice. You be nice. Asshole. These people have been through enough. But yeah, so like that was Captain's big criticism of him when they're in the angry scene in the war hotel on Avengers. He's mm. like, the wire, remember? He's like, you would, Anthony says, I would just cut the wire. Yeah. The like grenade things. I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. So it, it is. That's super on character for him. I, I do appreciate there is no such thing as a no win. Tony's going to find a way. So that's nice. It's not character growth because, again, he does it in the first movie, the second movie, the Avengers movie, and this movie. Yeah. But it's just consistent and enjoyable. Yeah. And I I, I, I liked it because I, I did have the panic yeah. of, like, Jarvis being only, like, oh, you can you can carry six. So he found a way around Four. It. Loved it. Or, yeah, like, four. Yeah. And I was like, how are you going to do it that fast? And then he's like, I'm not going to do it that fast. Yeah. It was really good. I liked it. Yeah, so that was actually a Kobayashi within a Kobayashi because at the same time they're doing the Pepper thing. Okay, so Pepper wakes up. Uh, she's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Her abs look great. What the fuck? I what? know. Later on, Tony does tell her, you should dress like this around the house. Yeah, sports bra, it's nice. Yeah. It was cute. Um, she's wearing a lot of black eyeliner, whatever. Um, the president was put inside the Patriot suit to be delivered. Yes. And so that's why he wasn't on the he's plane. He's being strung up. Who flew it? I don't. Uh, Who remote flew it? Because only the Mark 42 can be remote flown. Is that true? Anthony. He's he's just come up with that technology. I have no idea. That's like the whole Mark 42's thing, right? Like, how did the government get it? Whatever. So it's usually in, a, so in Iron Man 1, the suit can do something for Anthony. And then by Iron Man 2, the enemy's suit can do that thing, right? 
Yeah. And he has to account for it. So now we're in Iron Man 3, so the suits can do the things that we're in 2 because the government's figured it out. So it's, I don't know. It's whatever. Um, it remote flies to him. I'm sure um, it's a drone. The gov- our, the U.S. government's more than familiar with drones. Yeah. I'm sure they figured that one but out. But they, they string up the president in this suit above, like, <laughs> in, like on an oil tanker because Killian is it's like... An oil it's a shipping yard. It's my people. Maersk. But they said that's where they spilled, like, a bunch of oil. So like I think I think the like the actual like ship itself had been used for like oil drilling or something. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, they've got them tons strung and tons up of containers. Yeah. All the containers still have the logos on them. Did Maersk sponsor this? And <laughs> what can I do to see my company in a Marvel movie? I lose my mind, dude. <sighs> fucking cool. simp. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking email my CEO. Listen, it's probably very expensive to like sponsor a Marvel movie though. Or Marvel needs a bunch of shipping containers to destroy, and we've got a bunch That's that we're a good retiring. Hmm. Oh yeah, a- Anthony acts like he's fucking drunk when he arrives on this base with Rhodes. It's really weird. Hmm. He's like, I-, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. If you had told me that that was a doppelganger or an AI, I would have believed you. I mean, it was to be fair, goofy. There is a goofy. There's a decent chance that RDJ was drinking on set. Oh, no. That actually also would explain it if, yeah. if he was drunk. It's the weirdest scene. It's it's fucking goofy. Okay. He acts like he's never held a fucking gun before. He yeah, can't he hit a bull, but a distance Rhodes cannot shoot does. very well. Yeah, because he's like, no one can shoot that at this distance. And then Rhodes just pops around and does it. I love it. I love Rhodes. King. Love um, but Anthony does like a quick pop up, like a meerkat and jumps back down. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I did what like that. Doing? I don't think He's it's so weird, though. Uh, it is very straight. Like his behavior here is so much different than at the compound where he was very tuned in, like serious mode. Very and now serious. this is arguably now a more silly? serious situation. You're trying to save your girlfriend and also the president. Yeah, you're just being a silly little guy. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, he says, uh, I'm out of ammo. Give me another one. They're not universal, Tony. I know what I'm doing. I make these things. <laughs> oh, man. How is he so smart and so stupid? God, they crammed so much shit into this movie. It's unbelievable. Right. Um, he activates so it, house party protocol. House party protocol. Which I do love. Cute. Yeah. You see all he of the Iron Man suits. Yeah. And in unison, all the various Jarvi say, yes, sir. Ugh, that was cute. I did love it. I really wanted, like, there. you've got this, like, whole array of, like, different Iron Men. I wanted one of them to be, like, ridiculously, like, goofy and tacky. I wanted one to have, yeah. like, flame print on the sides. Let's get I creative. Think a lot of them, uh, did I write it down? Hold on a second. So a lot of them are references to things within... Oh. Where did I put it? Okay, so we've got a whole bunch of really fun references snuck in here, so... We have um, the black stealth suit, which is Mark XVI-16. I'm stupid. Uh, which is uh, loosely referencing Iron Man's stealth armor, first introduced in 1982. We have the silver centurion armor, which is Mark 33, named after the armor debuted in Iron Man 200 in 1985. We've got the heavy lifting suit, uh, Mark 38XVII. Uh, yeah, Mark 38 um it looks like the subterranean armor from Iron Man 7 in the late aughts. And it also kind of looks like Hulkbuster armor that you'll see much later. Yeah, like so each one of them has the their... the container. Yeah, each one of them has like kind of like a different like technical purpose. I really did enjoy it. I wanted, I really I wanted one to be like completely out of place, though. I wanted like that for me. a silly guy. Just a silly guy. Okay, let me find my notes again. Hold on. Okay, so then Anthony stands up and says, what are you waiting for? It's Christmas. And he puts his arms out like Jesus on the cross and says, take him to church. 
love hosier thank you <laughs> i did like that line uh, yeah. yeah he calls one of them igor that's the one that holds up the container yeah get igor to do his thing and then that big boy comes through um he goes and he he fight jarvis has located pepper and yes the building she's in kind of explodes um, so when he goes to save her, he's being an asshole again to her. He's quipping. I hate She's him dying so and you're quipping? Much. You're so worried and you're so apologetic and then you finally get reunited with your girlfriend after all this time and you're going to be a dickhead. Like, it's not even to diffuse the situation. No. He's it's not to not like... quipping to ease her mind. He's just being a jerk. He's ignoring what she's asking. He's like, he does put the thing back down though. Yeah. Which I don't know why she didn't want it lifted. I don't know. Because it's not like she was bleeding out. No. So it's not like, leave this in place. Because we find out shortly that she's got the regenerator, gen- regenerative powers. Take your time. Yeah. Um, his suit has a triangle again. So we've, like, the the boob window of all these suits is different. So you can see that he's gone through a lot of iterations, mm-hmm. even though his chest itself is a triangle within a circle. So yeah. that's where his is at. Right. Um, at one point, I did say, it's raining iron men. Um, I thought that was funny. Thank you. I hope Cam plays the dun-dun-dun. Okay. Um, so then the lava man shows up. He rips out the suit heart, not Tony's heart. He's learned. He finally got a little protective shield for himself. Yeah. So it's not his own power. Um, he cuts off Killian's arm and says, yeah, you take a minute. Oh, can I also <laughs> say? So when when Killian, yes, that too. When Killian like bursts in and it's like Tony and Pepper, he looks at Pepper and he says, is this guy bothering you? I loved That's that. Funny. I thought that That's was really, really good. Um, but like Killian's like bursting through their fighting. Pepper is like about to fall, and Tony's like, "Go ahead, like I'll catch I'll you." I'll catch you. And then he fucking does it. And I'm so emotionally scarred from Coulson that I'm like, "Oh, Pepper's dead." Well, I'm never going to forgive. Let go. I'll catch you, you motherfucker. And then not catching her. I paused the movie and just had to sit in silence, like. I'm so sick of this goddamn man. So I never watched the Amazing Spider-Man movies, but somebody... Which ones are those? Uh, the Andrew Garfield ones. Oh, no. Don't, oh, yeah. Are we going to Gwen Stacy? Like, that's what I thought was happening because I've never watched those movies, but I somebody has shown me the clip where, like, he thinks that he saved her and then her head hits the floor. Ugh! So, like, yes. I don't... That is... Not even a spoiler. I didn't want to put it in here because I didn't want it to be a spoiler. But A, it's good that you know that that happens. Right. But B, Gwen Stacy always dies. Oh, I didn't know that. she always dies like that. So that is, yes. I like Spider-Man a lot, you guys. <laughs> I really, I was afraid that Pepper died, died. Yeah, I understand. It, it I, I had the same, I had the exact same thing. I was like, holy shit, we're Gwen Stacy-ing. But I, I was pretty confident she lived because... Everyone except for Uncle Ben and Coulson. Yeah. And she did get injected with the juice. Yes. But I didn't know how far it was. Right. She's in phase two. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of questions. And we don't see her for a very, very long time. Yes. So there's so many of these lava people. So many more than I ever yeah. anticipated. It's unbelievable. He has an army. How did you get this many people to go along with this without it like coming out somewhere? Like, it's very weird. They needed him and no one else was helping them. So he took advantage of people who needed help. Fair enough. It, it's... Uh, it's so dark. Um, yeah. He baits Killian into winding up for this huge, huge punch, and then he slides under it so that he can call a suit. And he does really, really great quick changes here, uh, which does infuriate me because, again, when his house is being blown up, he didn't go quick change into a yeah, better suit. Yeah, I don't really, I don't understand why that happened that way. 
Yeah, I did really appreciate that he's able to jump in and out of every suit. Mm-hmm. If one's being exploded, he just ejecto cedo cuzzes. It's yes. great. And then you have kind of like a fake out where he calls his suit to him and it doesn't I show. It. Yeah, I did like that a lot. And or then, it shows up and it collapses. Yeah. Like Legos. Oh, that was I, fun. I think things should go wrong so much more often. The deus ex machina that it keeps popping up in these movies is bad. It's lazy. It's boring. When things go wrong, it's so interesting. At one point, Killian fucking slices a suit in half, which was very cool. But he's kicked out his own leg, which is also so cool. Yeah. And Tony's fine, but it's like we could have just gotten a bifurcated Tony Stark. Wow, Ooh. bifurcated. Great word. Really proud of you. I'm a horror fan. <laughs> that happens. I'm a whore. Yeah. I, I am a bit of a whore. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. No no last girls, as we've discussed. We'll never last girl. Um, his When his suit falls apart, also, he just goes, whatever. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I just... I love it. Make stuff go wrong more often. It's so cool. So um, he throws the suit on. He throws Mark 42 onto Killian and has it explode. Um, And he jumps during the explosion and like half of the suit attaches to him to protect him from the explosion. Peppy, meanwhile, is in phase two. So yes. Well, I guess we already distressed this, though. We don't think the fire hurt her, but the fall might have. Then Killian gets up from that fucking wreckage. He just had an Iron Man suit explode on him, and he lived? He looks like the fucking Terminator, dude. So scary. It's so he's scary. limping. He's absolutely scorched. Yeah. Um, he says, no more false faces. You wanted the Mandarin. Here I am. This man is snap, crackle, and popping as he's talking to Tony. It's He looks It looks it's, fucking cool. <laughs> it's really cool. And then, and yeah. then Peppy Ann. Peppy. Yeah. Peppy Ann beats his ass with a pole. I would like this scene a lot more if I thought Gwyneth Paltrow was not a bad person. <laughs> I'm doing my best to forget it. Um, yeah. But Anthony looks at his badass babe and just says, I got nothing. For yeah. once in his goddamn life, Tony Stark is speechless and I am at ease. Yeah. I, I did love it. But he can't disengage Jarvis. So Jarvis sees her heat signature. And for the second time in these movies, a suit is targeting Pepper and Fucking Anthony stupid. can't stop it. Hated it. Yeah. Not that it was necessarily targeting him in the bed scene. It was probably just coming because he called the suit to put on. But mm-hmm. either way, Pepper's in perceived danger because of an Iron Man suit. Yeah. So she handles it because she's badass. Uh, and she just goes, that was really violent. Yeah. But she's like in this like fugue state of she knows martial arts suddenly. She's flipping. She's super strong. She's whipping poles at yeah, people. That's weird. She destroys the Iron Man suit. She takes care of Killian. Like, she's the one that finishes him off. Yes, she is. And then she snaps out of it and says that was really violent. She also, like, th- this has, like, such dark implications, but she's like, am I okay? Yes, that was really scary. I don't know. She says, who's the hot mess now? And he says, it's still debatable. Probably right. tipping your way a little bit. Why don't you dress like this at home? And, like, he's still quipping. Yeah. And I think at this point, it's much more appropriate to quip because she is okay. There's security here now. She's standing. And this is more of a diffusing the situation. Whereas before, she was actively trapped, possibly dying. Who knows what internal organs are damaged. Yeah. Yeah. They could have given a lot more gravity to the whole fact that, like, yeah, she's got, like, superpowers now. But, like, there's just, like, a very quick thing of, like, oh, like, he fixed it. (laughs) Okay. he's... He's, he says, am I going to be okay? No, you're in a relationship with me. Everything will never be okay. But yeah. I think I can figure this out. I almost had it 20 years ago when I was drunk. Right. But that's so scary. That's, it's so scary. That is the closest I've felt to a human emotion for Pepper Ann during all of this is when she says, am I going to be okay? My heart just broke. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, babe. That's scary. I don't know. But uh, at that point, he also, 
he's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Like, I will, I will do better. And he sets off the protocol to have like all of the different Iron Men explode. So while they just look holding like, Pepper, like he's not even looking at them, and they he's look just- like fireworks. He's like, fuck, like. It's Christmas time. I I put in my notes. I was like, they should play put a little love in your heart, like at the end of Scrooged. Oh my god, <laughs> that would have been so fun. Just like t- Christmas movie. He does have no suit now, which is annoying. He could have scrapped the parts. He could have recycled them. They had cores in them yeah. that would have been really helpful for medical science. That's fair. Yeah, he can build them again. The issue that Pepper had wasn't so much that he had the volume of suits. It was that he was spending so much time with the suits. It was an obsession. He was hiding. So he could have kept them and still use them for such defense. Right. Instead, he's just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm a billionaire and I don't give a shit. I'm going to blow yeah. them Yeah. And then they, they take the core out of him. Like all of this time, they could have had doctors remove the shrapnel and he waited until now. That was wild to me too. That's very weird. I thought it wasn't possible or something. Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so then, now he, his chest cavity is fine. Does they just like find somebody's clavicle to like replace that. <laughs> he just has new bone. He just has new new stuff. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a fucking doctor, like a prosthetic or something. Yeah, I don't know. Same. There's probably something inserted in there. That that Maybe feels he's like got a fucking steel plate now. Maybe yeah, he's super strong. That feels like a cop out a little bit, but like I like there's more Avengers movies. Like he does the thing again later, but now it's What's just not next? part of him. Thor? Uh, ne- the next movie after this is Thor: Dark World, I believe. Okay. I'm so excited to see Thor and his big old boobs and his no longer bleached eyebrows. I'm so, not excited for that one because it's got bad reviews and everybody we know has been telling us like, ugh, Thor Dark World. Okay, but everyone has said that about every movie and they've That's been right, true. So. We have to get through that in order to get to the Winter Soldier, which is like the only hold, like the thing I'm holding out for, the thing that's like getting that. me through this. Yeah. I just want to see Captain again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm with you now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding on for those two gifts from the Civil War movie. So then we get more voiceover. Mm-hmm. Which I love a Scrubs episode, you know. Tie it all um, together with a little bow. Yeah, he says, uh, we all, you start with something pure and exciting. It comes with mistakes, the compromises. We create our own demons. <sighs> He's on his property in Malibu. Everything is destroyed and he picks up a simple screwdriver. Yeah. What are those? A flathead screwdriver at that. Yeah. Not even a pahillips. Um, So his shrapnel's been removed. He gives Pepper a heart ruby necklace that I'm assuming she's going to drop into the ocean later. <laughs> It's wild to me that they have so little romantic chemistry. Yeah. He's looking at her with the coldest, deadest eyes I've ever seen. There's Yeah. It's wild. No, they they don't have chemistry like at all. It feels so forced. Yeah. Every time that she like tries to be a little bit sexy with Tony too, because like in the very beginning of the movie when she's like coming over for date night, she's kinda like flirting with him. I'm just yeah. like, You're trying, Gwen, and I appreciate it, but there's nothing coming back from the other end. Hey, also her hitting on him while she thinks he's wearing the Iron Man suit does imply that they've done this before. And I think that there's probably a hole in the suit for him, Dick. I don't want to do this with you. So that he can fuck through it. Like I how Mormon no. Holes in sheets. Gwen would never. Gwen Stop. would. No. I don't think Pepper would. That metal. Stop it. I Movie's over. No. They fucking they- in that suit. Stop it. Post credit scene, Mark Ruffalo, the whole... No, Happy is awake and he's watching Downton. And now post Oh, yeah! That is really sweet. Because, like, he wakes up and he's, like, like, motioning for the nurse to move. He's, like, wanting to watch Downton on the TV. And then he checks the nurse out because he's unrelentingly thirsty. He did it at the same look at ScarJo in the car in um, 
too, which is cute. Yeah. Um, then we see that the kids had his entire life decked the fuck out. Yes. At one that point. That was cute. At one point in like the, the movie when Harley's like helping him out a whole bunch, I wrote in my notes, I was like, he better be fucking paying for this kid's education or something afterwards. And it's a good moment. Yeah. Almost character growth. Because at the beginning we see Anthony Stark dissuading someone from their dreams shutting them down causing a demon and then we cut to not cut to but then we later see the kid having his dreams fulfilled and like being built up and giving the tools needed to pursue the Mm -hmm. science and it's it's a good thing also this kid's mom is just working through this whole movie like we don't see her we don't see his little sister who has the dora watch either this kid is just like fucking latch. Is it the sisters? I thought it was his oh it's his sisters yeah it's my friend's sister's watch that's right that's so cute um (laughs) yeah Anthony at some point is wearing a suit coat with cuffed jeans. Unacceptable. That's like business gamer fashion. His car is an e-tron. Yeah, it's like an Audi e-tron or something like that. Yeah. We're, and they, they did like zoom in on the little like the thing on the side of the car that says that. It's just like, I guess we're supposed to be like, oh, character growth. That's an electric car. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing that he saves from his house behind, besides that one flathead is dummy yeah he like takes it on a little like uh tractor trailer yeah he's now the best character in the iron man universe now that colson has abandoned me yeah him and jarvis i'm never gonna get over it i'm gonna bring up colson every fucking episode of this podcast i'm so mad i think that's fair honestly (sighs) the one thing you can't take away i am iron man shut the fuck up and then i really expected them to play more classic rock in this movie and they didn't huh uh no just i'm blue dabba dee dabba die that and then like the outro song is like kind of poppy but it's mm-hmm. not like heavy guitar or ac i think they did a better job at using actual movie scores yeah that's fair they absolutely did so in the after credits anthony is finally getting therapy kind of <laughs> not really he's just talking through it to mark ruffalo Which who is asleep good. it's better than nothing but yeah like uh bruce is just like i'm not buddies. that kind of di- i'm not that kind of doctor i don't have the time temperament <laughs> to deal with you anthony and he just he like realizes his friend fell asleep and, and then he's just like anyway and just gets right back into it yeah i wonder how much mark ruffalo got paid just to like show up for that i because he doesn't get his own movie again he's just like in other ever ones. he doesn't get his own movie ever and i he's love, never had one i love mark ruffalo's bruce banner he's great yeah, yeah his kissy lips uh yeah. it's the best after credit scene we have yet to see. I would agree with that. I think that's fun. It's so cute. And it adds it adds to the movie. Like, it's not just, like, a silly little thing. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the most character depth we've had yet. These two hang out on their own. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's just cute. Okay, yeah. Aaron, what did you think of this fucking movie? There's a kiss, kiss, bang, bang, Shane Black explosive enemies joke here that I've been trying to make for, like, ten minutes, and I can't, so... This is what you get. Do you have a sexual tension award? <sighs> I don't think I have. I, I don't know if I'm going to do sexual tension every time, but I don't even have an award award. I The thing is, like, I did like this movie. Yeah. I don't know. Is there any scene or character? I, I would give um, future Pulitzer Prize. No. Pulitzer's writing, right? Yes. I'm going to give the award to future nobel prize winner harley yeah just being a great kid he's doing great things you get the award this movie good job bud proud of you yeah i wonder what else that kid actor has done you find out no okay okay so our next episode is going to be covering thor the dark world uh 2013 uh sequel to the last thor movie uh 
yeah anything else thanks for listening thanks for listening or not i don't give a shit i'm just kidding i'm so sorry i take it back i'm so sorry please keep it's not me i'm just so cranky about anthony (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is like except for like you know movies that have like a bunch of them we're done with iron man really there's no more there's no more iron man movies oh that's great it's just when there's 65 million dollars i know but he really only shows up for like ensemble movies after this okay which i think happens quite a bit but it's like we're done with solo iron man and there's only one more joss wheaton Yes, we have to get through Age of Ultron. Is that the end of Phase 2? No. So the way that Phase 2 goes, it's Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, then Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Avengers Age of Ultron. The last Phase 2 movie is actually Ant-Man. I've seen Ant-Man. Have you? No. No, no, the only MCU movie I saw going into this was Guardians. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Okay. I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's fucking Casey Pride, baby. Ugh, I love him. Okay. Paul Rudd be my stepbrother. Okay, we have to stop now. Thanks for listening to the MCU Thoughtcast. Our editing was done by Cam Koenig. Our show art was made by Aaron Moeller. Our theme song, Crash, was made by Cavity Crew. Special thanks to Some Good Shows for having us on the network. Please check out their other podcasts, such as The Video Game Robot Show, The Big Three, and more. Everyone involved in the making of this show can be found on Twitter and their tags are in our podcast description. We'll see you next episode.